All right, welcome. It's Wednesday. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. My Wi-Fi is acting up a little bit, all right? So I apologize for that. There I am. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Right. So share this out. Share this out. Share this out. Denise, I see you there in the crowd. Share this out. It's a day before Thanksgiving. Don't know how many people are going to be on. Right. I actually had Thanksgiving today. My sister and her boyfriend was up here. We just got done a little while ago and cleaned up the kitchen and got everything sitting out on the counters, cooling down to room temperature. Then we'll put it all in the refrigerator. We have two pies, one apple and one pumpkin. So we're going to have Thanksgiving today and then we'll have leftover Thanksgiving tomorrow on Thanksgiving for just my mom and myself. So it'll be kind of peaceful. I'll get to watch football. What do you think about that? <laughs> right? I don't know if you guys were, uh, saw the show yesterday, but we did a, a, a couple of hours, two and a half hour promotional show for this weekend on if you're in the united states it's saturday if you're in australia it's sunday and we're doing i'm going to be speaking at an event uh and i have the banner here let me put that banner back up so you guys can see that for those of you on the um on the mp4 file and i'll read it to you on the mp3 file all right you can see that on your screen right there our alien ancestry so i'm gonna do a commercial for that because as you can see there me with my short beard right right there where's my finger Boink, boink, boink. <laughs> All right. So there's there's me with my with my beard, not uh, Santa Claus beard, but I'm one of going to be one of the speakers that are going to be there. Our alien ancestry, mystical ways, and historical days, chapter sixteen online conference, and I'm going to be speaking at that conference. And you can see the other people. We yesterday, if you didn't uh, see, you should go back and watch that. Yesterday, I had uh, Stephen and Evan Strong on. I had Dr. Rita Louise on, and I had. Uh, 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 Paul and Phoebe, and I'm not sure how to say their last name. It looks like uh, Hugendike. Don't quote me. Don't don't get mad at me if I said it wrong. <laughs> right? But they're all going to be on. You heard little tidbits, except for uh, we didn't have Leah. Leah was uh, had just gone to bed, uh, so she couldn't come on. It was late for her, so she didn't make it. But she's the host. You can see that host and speaker. She's going to be hosting, and she's speaking, and she channels. And I forgot the name of uh, of this this entity that she channels, but she channels a, a, an entity and um, they have her, a list of questions that they give her and she channels that and they do some stuff live, uh, which is really cool. You should watch uh, some of the other episodes where she was doing that. Stephen and Evan Strong, of course, were on there uh, talking yesterday and we had everybody there talking a, a little bit about what they're going to, they're going to be talking about, including myself. So you guys should take a look at that. Uh, it's, you can see there, it's a, it's 26, Australian dollars that average is I think it's 17 or 18 dollars American right uh, it's something like that it's like 18 dollars American if you're in the UK it's uh, 17 or 16 uh, maybe even less <laughs> I think it's 14 uh, British sterling <laughs> right you guys because you guys get or the monetary right you guys get the value so if you're in the UK you get a big discount if you're in America you get a decent discount uh, if you're in Canada, you get a, a little bit smaller. You did you get a discount too because they're only 25 25 cents lower than American, so they would you would be paying 20 bucks I think, or 21 instead of 26. So it's actually really cool, right? You guys should check that out. Okay, so like I said, share this out, share this out. Welcome to everybody who's here. If you give me a shout out in the chats, I can see who you are. Otherwise, I don't know who you're here. I just know that my number over there uh, tells me that how many people per second per second. So um, I, you can see I, I entitled this Everything is Okay. We started talking about yesterday, and, and it kind of gave me the idea to do this for today. Because with everything that's been going on, especially in the last two and a half years, right? 
with all of this craziness that's gone on, not to mention all the other craziness that was going on at the time here on the planet, around the world, and not to mention the things that are still happening to some of you out there in these countries who are doubling and tripling down on the ideology of this COVID mess. And they're telling you it's still a, a pandemic and uh, people here are already saying it's over. Right. So they keep hoping uh, that the flu season is going to kick in and the, that you're going to have some new variant or something. And they're going to try that. But see, we're already in November now. We're almost in December. And um, I know because I was tracking it at the time, uh, because of when COVID hit in December, I started tracking backwards. So I, and I don't want to get into that. My brother and I had a whole conversation as to when we first heard about the Wuhan stuff. And it was actually in September when they announced it to the world that they had a pandemic going on in China. But nobody was paying attention because the day they said it, oddly, weirdly, the day they said that to the world was the exact day and time that Nancy Pelosi signed uh, the declaration of impeachment against Donald Trump. And all of the news was watching those old farts with their walkers and uh, uh, walking from one end of the building to the next end to make it official. And it took them like four hours to walk the distance because not one of them could move faster than a walker's pace, you know. Um, so it took those old geezers a long time. I think they had to change their diapers twice along the way. Anyway, they got the, they did that whole thing. So while all the cameras on the fucking planet, pardon my American, we're watching these guys do this. There was a pandemic breaking out in China. And I remember hearing about it because I remember bitching and screaming at the television. I can't believe that this is what they're paying attention to when there's a pandemic starting in China. And then all of a sudden in December, they announced it officially to the World Health Organization. And the World Health Organization announces it officially to the world. And then all of a sudden America goes, I'm sorry, what's that? What's going on over there? Right. And then when the president reacted and said, close all borders, everybody called him a xenophobe and a racist. And next thing you know, um, it made it here. And those same people were like, close the goddamn borders, close the goddamn borders. It was hilarious to watch them panic like that. But it was kind of scary in the beginning. I mean, it was truthfully, because the numbers that were coming in, um, you know, we didn't realize, first of all, they were padding the numbers. And secondly, they were they were shoving all the old folks back into the old folks home. So they all got it and died. So our numbers were really high. And, uh, it, and the testing seemed like it was, you know, a planet killer, global killer event, which is what they wanted to create shock and awe in the beginning. Uh, and, you know, things are still that way for people on the planet where you guys have lockdowns and they're, they're starting mandatory shots in some countries. You guys need to fight back against that. I don't condone violence. I don't say that you should start a revolution, but you guys should, you know, do just no. Tell them no, no. Force them to do hideous shit. Force them to start beating people and rounding people up and forcing them to do it against their will because then that government will be toppled, okay? So that it, it, because people from around the world are not going to allow that to happen, right? And everybody's going to try and go, well, we don't see that happening. We don't see that happening. Nothing's happening. But it's hideous and it's crimes against humanity and it needs to, to stop. So if you're in a country where they're claiming that, resist. Tell them no, period, no. Resist them. But not with violence. We don't need the world going into chaos and having everybody shooting each other, right? I'm I'm not a pacifist, but I'm not I'm not you know viva la revolution. I'm not out there telling people to let's you know that's it, murder everybody because that could could go into a big global problem, and that's what they want is for open war so then they can mobilize troops just like the Chinese locking down uh, you know cities are going after 
uh, you know, everything over there now. They're, they took back uh, Hong Kong and they're threatening, uh, you know, Korea. They're threatening, uh, you know, the, the Japanese, they're, they're everything over there, right? Taiwan, they're threatening because Taiwan is ours, they say. So they're thinking about taking that over as well. You got the Russians trying to incurs on stuff. They're using the pandemic to gobble up territories, right? So never let uh, you know a good uh, good catastrophe go un, unused. And that's what their attitude is. That's what they're trying to do. So I feel bad for everybody on the planet with everything that's going on to them. And if you're in a country where where the government has already sold its soul to the devil and they're tripling and, and you know, and dog daring you at this point. Over here, we're not putting up with it anymore. And they know it. And they also know that we're throwing them out of office, right? So every single person is panicking now in this government who thinks they might not get reelected. And a bunch of them are going ahead and saying, I'm not coming back, right? There's uh, 17 Democrats and I think it's up to 10 or 12 Republicans who are not going to seek re-election in this midterm because they know they're going to lose their asses. And there's other seats where they are going to, they think they're going to win and they're also going to get tossed out. And they know that they're panicked and they're trying to ram everything through as, as much as they possibly can. And from what I'm gathering, um, you know, this has a lot to do with the temporal war and I don't want to get involved in that because like really crazy, right? Then he said, I got the flu shot <laughs> and just got the flu. People, people know who who got the who got the COVID vaccine. All just got COVID. None of them makes uh, any sense at all. Let's see. Everybody's there. There doesn't matter if you look now. Uh, the numbers. Well, originally, there was nobody getting any flu bug from from tw- in 2020 and in 2021 because people were like, oh, well, we eradicated the flu. No, they were marking everything as COVID. COVID is just the flu. It's all never been not a disease at all they keep telling you it's a disease it is not a disease at all okay they're lying to you about that and they have been the entire time the numbers have been 100 percent of every death has been counted as covid let's be serious now i've tracked this and looked it up they also know they're they're actually starting to uh, sue companies now the federal government is suing kaiser permanente because they over padded the numbers what they were encouraged to with money, we proved that, right? So why wouldn't they be doing that? So eventually they're going to have to sue everybody and throw them all under the bus for doing what they basically encouraged them to do, right? And I think that's hilarious that the that the government now tossing companies, corporations under the bus and trying to re and trying to get some of the money back that they encouraged them with and wanted them to to do, right? So I think that part's hilarious because the corporations are now going to turn on them for doing that, right? I'm sure if I got a COVID test, they would have said that you have COVID. Yeah, I mean that's. If you if you get the flu of any kind and you go in and you have symptoms, they immediately go, well, that's COVID related, probably, probable. That's what they call it. That. So they so what they do is they will test you, and if you have a SARS virus, then they say you have COVID, it, because COVID is the is a SARS virus. It's called SARS-CoV-2. That's the actual designation of that flu bug, SARS. Okay, so it's the SARS flu and it's a different version of it. It's an offshoot, just like the Delta variant. It's a variant of the original bird flu, the avian flu. Right. And that's why they call it that, because it only came from bats was an avian flu, it was a bird flu. So the whole thing is just crap from the very beginning. And then and I've been saying that since the very beginning and I would get deleted and kicked off the air for for uh, saying the truth. 
many other hundreds and thousands of people, probably millions worldwide are having the same problem. Right. And, and, you know, this, this right here might get me in trouble from talking about this right now because of what I'm saying. But now everyone is realizing here in America, they're just like, this thing's done. It's over. What are you doing? Right. Because now people are doubling down and they're like, no, you can't come to school unless everybody's got a shot. And, and the parents are, you know, getting more angry and they're fighting back and, you know, and, and uh, they're going, but nobody's getting sick. Right. They even stopped putting the numbers up now. There is so little amount of people getting COVID that now they only tell you, well, there was a 17% increase over last year or last week. There was a, there was a 5% increase over yesterday. If no one tested positive for COVID in the state of California yesterday and five people in the state of California test positive, that's a 500% increase over yesterday. Do you understand that? <laughs> it's not a 5%. It's a 500% increase because there was none. So if they tell you there's a 5% increase, that's probably one person testing positive for COVID somewhere in America or somewhere in the United States or somewhere in California. And they don't even show you how many people actually tested positive yesterday. So that's how low the number is. They know it's embarrassing. They know it's probably in the teens or the 20s. They can't say there was 500 people in the state of California yesterday. And now we're 5% over that. That would be more like 525 or, or something people today. So it'd be 25 extra people. So they can't show you that number because there's 40 million people that live in the state of California. And the number is so low, they have to only tell you percent. The first thing they did was told us how many people were dying, 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 dying. Then it was the dying started going down and it was how many people were testing positive, testing positive, testing positive. That started going down, 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 down. And it was how many people are in the emergency room that are COVID? How many people are in the beds? How many people are the increase over yesterday and the beds are overwhelming. And when that started going down, 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 they were like, more people are getting it, but no one's dying. But more people are getting it and it's higher. And now other people are getting it. They're all getting it. Everyone's getting it. And then they, but the numbers kept going down, 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 the death numbers. And so they just omitted those. They wouldn't show you any of the numbers anymore. They still don't on most channels. And then they just start talking percentage. And then they don't show you the percent. Why is that? Because they know the numbers are crap. I sat down and I started writing down the numbers like every day over here in the news when it would be this Sacramento County and the state of California. Every day I was tracking how many people were had it and how many people died from it. So how many people died yesterday and how it was the total number of deaths now? And I would subtract. I would say, OK, so the day before there was this many and now there's this many. So we lost, you know, 25 people in the state of California yesterday. And I kept doing that and watching it until they just stopped putting it on the air. And I knew they were going to because the numbers were so freaking low. They couldn't lie anymore. They kept showing those graphs, you know. And what started that was um, the um, the. Um, mayor of one of the cities here, and I can't think of his name right now, because they had 18 people, right? 18 people went into the hospital in, uh, in, in one week in that little teeny town, and all 18 were from out of town. And the governor locked down that, that um, town and the, and the uh, um, uh, county because they had 180% increase over the, over the week before cases. They had 18 people. It's not 18 percent because eight because one is is uh, would be 100 percent over yesterday because there was none. Do you see? So they had 180 percent. Right. They had 180 percent over yesterday, over the week prior. And it's 18 people. And he was like, that's 18 people. And none of them were even from here. Why are we being locked down? He said, well, the, the only thing that we can do is lock down and don't let anybody drive through our town so that they don't get sick and, and come here to land. So he started talking about that, and then everybody started paying attention. And that's when they changed shit again, right? 
And so um, they, they, they're just hanging on to the lockdown and just leaving it. Literally somebody, um, I think it was today on the news, uh, you know, said, oh, the new normal, you know, well, we're going to get back to normal. And he was like, you just need to understand we're never going back to what was before. And I'm like, why not? Why not? Right. Well, some people are just going to be scared and they're going to wear masks anyways, and they'll probably do that forever. Right. And that's just what happens. I mean, look at China. China was already that way from things that never made it over here that happened over there. Right. Tony, welcome. I didn't say hi to you. I didn't see you there. Right. Yeah, Denise is there. Hi, Tony. Hi. <laughs> right. So. Um, so they they those those people were already wearing masks and wearing those big duck bills, you know, to protect their faces. So they already were doing that because of different things that happened. So there was a lot of Asians, a lot of Chinese that walk around with masks on as it was and come over here to America. And we look at them and go, well, that's weird. Why are they doing that? Well, now we know why. Right. So those people are just afraid. Right. Of of uh, their own shadow. There's going to be a lot of people in America that are going to be the same way. I'm not saying that it's bad because some people are germ freaks. Right. I know people that. My, my son, as a matter of fact, is a germ freak. He won't touch. He was really bad when he was younger. When he was a, a baby and a boy, little, no food on his plate could touch. We had to get those plates with partitions for him because if you put it on a regular plate and something you know, mel melded together, God forbid, the whole thing was tainted. Everything was tainted, the whole plate. Right. And then as he got older, he grew out of that because I'd be mixing stuff up like mashed potatoes, gravy with my corn or my peas or whatever. Right. Mixing it all in and eating. And he's going, oh, my God. And he couldn't even look at my plate. Now he's, he's a little bit better. But I remember when he was uh, in his in his early 20s and he came over and I and I was cutting up some cheese and crackers and I used my hands. <laughs> God forbid I touched the cheese with my hands. I washed my hands and dried them in front of him. And then got the knife and cut the cheese. And when I cut the cheese the pieces of cheese up, he took a paper towel and wiped down every piece of cheese that I touched. That's how he was. So for him, I could see if he put on a mask and a, and a face mask and, and stayed that way now, I wouldn't even be uh, surprised. But he's not because he's like grown way out of that. Uh, but he was really a germ freak when he was a kid. Some people don't like that. So. Uh, the fear when it kicks in, now that the fear is kicked in, they'll stay in that fear place and they won't get out of it and they'll, they won't be comfortable around people without a mask. So you're going to have some people that are just going to wear a mask all the time now, right? But most people are just done with it. And they realized that, you know, we knew, I knew, anybody that did the math understood that herd immunity was, was right around the corner. It has nothing to do with the shot whatsoever. They know that now because they have what they call breakthrough COVID, Right. So the shot's so good that people are still getting COVID even after they've been uh, had the shot and the booster and the second booster, right? So there's going to be a booster and a booster and a booster and a booster and booster, and they're going to want everybody to get the shot and get the shot and get the shot and get the shot. And they're going to keep harping on that because they paid billions, billions, and they're making trillions of dollars on the whole thing. Everyone's like, the shot's free. No, it's not. No, it's not. The shot is not free. <clears throat> You don't have to pay for it right now, but they loaned the money to them that you owe. That's how it works, guys. So, so all the money that our government paid all these companies, pharmaceutical companies, to make these different shots comes out of your pocket. Comes out of your pocket and my pocket with taxes. So it's not free. That's like when they talk about free medical, right? You don't have to pay for anything. You go to the doctor and you just get it done but they take 40% of your paycheck. So you're paying for it in advance and they get you, they get you programmed 
to believe this stuff like with Amazon Prime. Well, we'll take $50 from you every month and you won't have to pay for shipping. Well, I'm paying you $50 up front. Right? So that only pays off if I ship more than $50 worth of stuff. Right? So so that only pays off if I'm if I'm a company if I'm a large company, I want to go to Prime because I pay fifty or one hundred and fifty dollars. They probably charge more money for a company that's going to ship one hundred and fifty thousand items a year, right? But you're paying for it up front. So unless you plan on, uh, you know, going well over your uh, fifty bucks worth of of uh, of a payment, it's not worth it. So if you don't ship enough, you know, because uh, shipping and handling can be anywhere from ninety nine cents to four dollars, depending on what you're shipping and where. Right. And how big it is. So if it's bigger shit, then you, it pays off. But if it's not, and I'm sure they charge you more if you're a company that's like, you know, say ships steel all over the place. You want to use FedEx. They're going to be like, well, we're in there's a higher cost. So they still charge you more and you pay for it anyway. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. The only thing that is free is that you can breathe air and no one is right now making you pay for it. Although they're trying. Right. They're trying to make you pay to clean the air. <laughs> right taxing us to clean the air because they fucked it up with their industrial complex and now we have to pay to clean it. Wasn't our idea to have it fucked up to begin with, but these are some of the things that they do, but you need to understand that, right? So things are going to be okay and they are, even though they seem really scary to a lot of people. This is what's happening right now with COVID is zero scary compared to the scare we had with nuclear weapons during the Cold War. If you guys were not around for that, you really don't know how scary that was. It was so scary. We literally believed we were going to be dead. The entire planet was going to be dead before the year 2000. And that's no joke. We believed it. That's why Prince wrote that song, Party Like It's 1999. Everybody thought that because we, we just knew that that they weren't going to be able to stop themselves from blowing themselves up and and we would hoped that they didn't but we kind of had the idea when we were young that we were not going to make it because the cold war eventually the russians or the americans were going to push the button and blow us all up so so covid is really nothing compared to that right the fear of covid for the first for say um, December and January, when we first heard about it and the people were all dying in the old folks' homes, by April, things started to look normal again. But you guys didn't see that because they wouldn't show you that. I started doing research and I started saying, well, how many people have gotten the flu? And wait a minute, they're not, there's no one getting the flu anymore? That's odd. But now if you go and look, they've added numbers. Because other people started saying, well, if no one got the flu, did we eradicate the flu? No. So then logic would dictate that everybody that had the flu was lumped into COVID. Once that leaked out, first they deleted you from telling people about it. And then once that did leak out and everybody was like, is that something? And the news said, is that something? The CDC went, well, we have to reevaluate. And um, yeah, some of our numbers seem a little too high. So we're going to back off those numbers. And um Probably 25, even as high as 40% of all COVID cases probably weren't COVID. You guys don't know about that either because most of the channels didn't show you uh, that letter that came from the CDC. So they literally said, "Mm, yeah, probably about half of the numbers of uh, attributed to COVID weren't COVID. They should have been something else. So literally... Half the numbers, and I think it's more like 75% of the numbers, are bullshit, 
Okay. Um, but I can't prove that because, uh, you know, you'd have to really do an audit countrywide of every single person that died. But people know relatives died in a car accident and they said it was COVID. Fell off of a cliff. They said it was COVID. Had a heart attack. They said it was COVID. Right. Nobody died of flu. People were talking about that. It was eradicated. Now, when you go back and look, how many people die from the flu? If you ask the CDC, how many people died from the flu in 2019 or 2020 or 2021? The first thing that's going to pop up is they're going to tell you how many people died from COVID. Not regular influenza. How many people died from influenza in the United States in 2020? And they're going to tell you immediately about COVID. Why is that? You got to ask yourself that. Right. Isn't that funny, Denise, right? Denise says, isn't that funny how no flu was mentioned even though more people died from the flu, right? Right? Because the numbers are identical. And I looked this up in the beginning, and I have these numbers on one of my things they haven't deleted. I'll have to pull it up and play it. I will. I keep threatening to do that, and I don't. They probably deleted it, and I don't know because I haven't gone back and looked at it in the archives. But I looked up numbers in the CDC and put them up on the screen of how many people on average die of the flu every single year. And they changed that number and lowered it after they needed to get COVID numbers higher. Okay. Originally they said how on it, when you looked up in the CDC and I have that on one of my, in one of my shows in the archives, if you looked it up, how many people died um, uh, in the United States every year from the flu? And they said the numbers were um, huge, right? Huge numbers. It wasn't like, oh, now they say, oh, 70,000 people die from the flu every year. It was like millions. Okay. And then they lowered that number. And then all of a sudden, nobody was actually getting listed as dying from the regular influenza at all. And so then all of a sudden, it was all COVID. So when they said probably half, I'm thinking, well, it was probably more like more than more than half because there's not just one other flu bug, right? There's not just one of the SARS bug. There's like four or five SARS plus other flus. So the, the strains of flu that fly around the earth all year round that are normal, then they just mutate for, you know, every year they mutate so that they can stay alive and, and create another mutation of the last one. Those th There's like 30 or of those. 30 different viruses that are, the, that are influenza. And no one was getting those. No one for an entire year and a half, but everybody was getting COVID. So that's why I say it has to be welcome, Marcus. Hi, Julie. Right. Hi, you guys there. Hi, hi, Queezen. I think is how we say that, right? Queezen. I always say that it's QQI. Quai, I would say probably quiet. Anyways, uh, a welcome. Right. Marcus says, I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Right, brother. It, uh, we just had a Thanksgiving here today for with my sister. And we're gonna, my mom and I are going to have the leftovers tomorrow on Thanksgiving while watching football. Right. So my sister uh, could have Thanksgiving with with my mom, but she also wants to have Thanksgiving with her kids and grandkids. So she's going to do Thanksgiving tomorrow with her son and daughter and their grandkids. Right. And then uh, have it again twice. And we're going to have it twice. And my brother uh, is having Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. And they they had they were going to have a bunch of people over. And I don't know why I'm telling you this, probably because it's you, Marcus. They're going to have a bunch of people left over. Right. Leftovers. Yeah. Denise says leftovers are the best. So he said he ordered enough food for like 18 people. And it turns out it's only going to be seven of them. He said, we're going to have leftovers for days. I said, brother, you live two miles away from me. Kick down any leftovers you want to kick our way, baby. <laughs> so, 
I said, we'll eat the shit out of that. Una, welcomes. You were there yesterday. Some of you guys were there yesterday and actually saw saw us uh, talking about the the uh, uh, upcoming event um, this Saturday if you're in America uh, or Sunday if you're in Australia. So happy Thanksgiving to all you guys out there, right? Hey, everybody, because I won't be on the air to say Thanksgiving tomorrow. So Debbie, welcome. She just said that too. So happy Thanksgiving to all you guys uh, because I will, I will not be on the air. I'll be watching football and eating leftovers, <laughs> right? So. Uh, that's happy. And she brought up two pies, one apple and one pumpkin. And we haven't even cut into that. When I get off the air here, I'm going to go cut a wedge of both for myself and for my mother with whipped cream on the top. No ice cream, but whipped cream is good. I can have the pumpkin and uh, the apple. I'll have to have a smidge of. I am two, type 2 diabetic, so I can't have a lot of that because I add a ton of sugar to that stuff. Right? But I can have a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, right? Kree <laughs> says, I'm, I'm going to... to Check my my lotto numbers now, right? Hold hold thumbs. I'm on. Yeah, hold hold thumbs. Right. Yeah, I'm a millionaire now, and so I can share millions to your channel. That would be great, right? So it can go grow bigger because you deserve. It. Well, thank you. If that's the case, that would I would thank you. Uh, you know, I'm not really trying to get uh, bigger and go for a large audience. I, if it happens, it happens. I I shouldn't talk about all the stuff I talk about if I wanted to do that. Uh, if I wanted to grow my channel, I would have to talk about things that people want to hear about, right? This is a kind of a fringe thing that when I talk about spirituality or I talk about aliens, you know, there's a there's a, a place and a following for it, but it's not mainstream. If I wanted to go, you know, and make a lot of money, I could you know, talk about sports or uh, or hot chicks or or whatever, you know, cars and junk like that that people be like oh that guy's cool man did you see that he did this whole thing on on the on the ford truck from 1975 dude and you know and it would get really popular or if i stayed on politics right and pissed everybody off then i would either be deleted or i would become popular because i would get a following like that um you know or you know do like the rush limbaugh stuff i could do that but that's not what i'm here to do right so I'm I'm here if I can get my word out to uh, you know to everybody and get really big that'd be easier for me and people that do what I do would also agree they would love to do the same thing and get our word out to a bazillion people and have you know a hundred thousand two million whatever ten million followers a hundred you know like Adele with three billion clicks on her song uh, on the YouTube you know that would be cool not yet. Right. Someday, maybe. Coconut cake. I love coconut. Right. I, I love like a carrot cake, too. Right. <laughs> Everybody's still talking in the chat. And he said, coconut cake, man. That's my favorite. Because <laughs> Julie said, I made coconut cake and huge banana pudding. Banana pudding rocks, too, by the way. Good stuff. Right. And I like banana bread. Oh, I love banana bread. Love banana pudding. That's good stuff. Got a ham. I cooked the ham, baby. I had the ham. She says, got it. Got the ham cooked. I did too. And took my sister and I both to cut it up. I was trying to teach her how to how to cut it properly to cut it up off the bone because we did ham, you know, bone and ham, uh, not pre-cut, right? So I literally had to cut the whole thing. And she, we we're both laughing because our father and our uncle were both chefs. And we were laughing, saying, they're both in heaven looking down on us going, Jesus, you guys didn't learn shit from us. Cause you just slaughtered that ham trying to cut it up. Right. I have horrible arthritis, so I can't do the whole job. I can only go so far and then my hands just uh, won't work anymore. I get in so much pain that I literally get, they start shaking. My hands will actually start shaking. Um, my arthritis is so bad. 
So I can only go on, you know, about half the ham and cutting it up. And then I'm like done. I have to rest. So I let her start on it. And then I was going, no, cut this way. She's like, show me. I don't get that. I'm like, all right, here, let me jump in there. And I was cutting everything off the bone first. And then you go back and cut slices. She was trying to cut slices while it was, well, the bone was still there. And the problem with that is if you don't know which direction you're going and the bone goes one way, right? It's flat at one point and then has the knob where the shoulder is for the for the bone and if you don't know which way it is and some of them are just round you know uh, so it depends and so if you don't know which direction it goes in the ham then you kind of you can get screwed up so i was then i started cutting it up for her and she was seeing you know how i was doing and cut the fat off and keeping all that you know and she's like nobody wants this fat i'm like i do leave it alone i want that i want all the fat and the bone i'm going to make uh, split pea soup out of it and that fat renders perfectly in the in the pot you need the fat that's the best part to make some really good uh um, split pea soup and she's like oh yeah so i'm like yeah don't chuck anything away no garbage everything that you want to put in the garbage goes in that gallon bag <laughs> so, <it's all> there. <laughs> so so yeah so that was cool right make yeah see now making pea soup right with the ham there you go see yeah, I love that. Love that. I made it one year. I had because uh, you know how it's, you have you can get the peas already split right for, for split pea. And I had green one year, and the next year they were a lighter color uh, pea. They were like a yellow color. And I made that, and I gave my sister some, and I forgot to tell her that's it's yellow, but it's peas. It's just not the deep green pea that you normally have. So she pulled it out of the freezer, and she was going to eat it. She's like, "Oh my god, this thing's yellow. There's something wrong with it." She poured it out. She, she got rid of it. I was like, oh, my God, there was nothing wrong with that. <laughs> she goes, oh, my God, I dumped the whole gallon. I was like, well, you're going to have to wait till next year, right? <laughs> right. Good old resourceful cooking. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, uh, Tony, right? And, and, and Julie Bone. Yeah. The bone, because the, the, the truth is all that renders into something else. And when people were poor, uh, they had to use every part of everything. And then they have, so they had recipes to do all that stuff with. Like when you had Thanksgiving and you cook, you take the carcass, you put it in a pot, you boil it down, you strip all the meat off of it, and then you make a, a chicken soup or a turkey soup, right? Out of it, you pull the bones out. And the bones actually render and get soft. So you get some of the flavor right out of the marrow of the bone. And it's really good. And in split pea, right? You could even do possibly pintos. Yeah. You could do whatever you want with that to make a, a pea soup you could use anything really uh with with that stock so mo people don't realize that that most of our base stuff like you, when you go to the store and you buy broth and stock that would be stuff that you would render yourself i've done that where i've taken a whole chicken right and i and i cook the chicken and i'm like save the parts because i'm going to make chicken soup out of it right so same thing boil it all down with the fat the skin the whole nines and then you scoop that filter that stuff out right and you keep what is there, and that is a broth now. And then you add your, you know, pieces of chicken in it, and your, and then your, you know, if you're going to make vegetables in there, the same thing. Or if you're going to do chicken noodle soup, you throw the noodles in there, right? And that's all stock that you use to reuse everything and recycle. Back in the day, they did that every single time because it was there and it was free. Now we don't do that. We cook chicken and throw the bones away, and and you know, and not make a, a chicken soup out of it or a chicken broth or a chicken stock to cook with later we don't do that anymore um and you know that's terrible i know it has nothing to do with covid and all this stuff that's funny because thanksgiving we, i should have just called this thanksgiving right <laughs> let's swap recipes people so but but I, I think it's important that people understand um i know that it's still really bad in some countries 
But I mean, look around and you'll see they're not giving you the same information they were giving you before because they can't. It looks stupid and they look stupid. So they're not giving out all of the scary information anymore, but they're still doubling and tripling down on forcing people to get the shot. Now, I don't know for certain because I know that there's things in the shot and I know that people are like tripping on that and saying there's not. But then a whole countries like Japan banned certain companies shot because of that and had to recall it. You don't hear a lot about that in America because they don't want you to know about that. So if you have friends that are in, in foreign countries, that's where you hear this information from. So so that had to change a few things. And some people are claiming the, you know, with the temporal war, I don't know if you guys know what the temporal war is when we say that. It gets kind of weird and scary for people, right? So on top of everything else that's going on, I'm, I'm trying to tell you everything's okay. And then I'm telling you that there's a war going on that is a temporal war, that is a time war, <laughs> right? So, but that's what all of this is about. And uh, people don't realize that, uh, you know, even the, the COVID thing, is a power grab, but people are saying that the shit that was in the shot, and they've been saying that since the beginning and warning about it, the, the stuff that's in the shot is AI trying to take control of the minds of the human beings. Now, I don't know if that part's true, and I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those that's going to tell you whether you should or shouldn't do anything. So, you know, so yeah, you're from the UK, Maddie. Welcome. And so you guys are still locked down over there, right? Are they threatening? I heard Ireland's threatening to do mandatory shots for everybody and they're segregating everybody into uh who's who's the shot and who hasn't they tried that over here and it didn't work because people uh, fought back and they're suing the government and the government is, is uh, or they're suing the the pharmaceutical companies in the um states and the uh, governors and city mayors and all that they're suing them in court and going to the high courts and the high courts are saying that's unconstitutional so at least we have the constitution to fall on here uh, so they couldn't they couldn't say we're going to round you up and force you to have a shot and Americans won't stand for it. Right. We will fight. And because we have guns, we will fight. So they know that. And the, so they're trying to shame uh, everybody. And they did that for a while. And that didn't work. And it made it even worse. So now they've had they've kind of backed off of that, too, even though they're still trying uh, to get that stuff. They're still they're still trying to do that. Not very locked down where I am. Just no, no jab, no job. They're trying to do that here, too. And we're suing over that, too. Uh, popping up his ugly head. Yeah, same thing happened here. Uh, that's why we're having issues with everything. Shortage of workers. Uh, we have enough boats where I could probably walk across the pond uh, on the on the stacked up uh, uh, freighters, bringing merchandise from around the world here to America. I bet I could walk all the way to England, <laughs> just step right off onto the pier <laughs> over there because we're so backed up. And that's because they fired, you know, more than a quarter of the uh, workers, the dock workers. And uh, everybody on board the ships that come over here have to sit for 15 days minimum and test positive or negative twice before they can bring the ship in to even unload. <clears throat> so because of that, it got backed up and nobody was running the ship over here. The, they were just we were the Titanic just blindly moving itself through the ocean. Nobody even at the helm for quite a while. Uh, for the first more than 100 days of this presidency, they were just just signing new laws and laughing about uh, turning around everything that was done before and raising more taxes and, and printing more money. So they deflate the American dollar even more and saying everything was OK. <clears throat> so they tried that over here, too. But we're just not buying it. Everybody's suing and walking out and going on strike. So Americans uh, are putting up a fight and they're taking a stand and it pisses them off. And, and uh, when it really pisses them off, when um, when stars 
uh, you know, basketball players, football players, baseball players, somebody big who they would think uh, is going to kowtow and they don't. Uh, and then they're just like, whoa, they freak out and their, their head explodes and, the, you know, the gas comes out of their ears. It's like a cartoon. And their head shoots up and you hear that sound, you know, uh, of the horn going because their head's spinning and, you know, all that stuff happens. And they start going ooga, 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 with their eyes and they start freaking out. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the old movie. And they look at the camera. And they're like, right. Because you didn't have a shot, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's still no one at the helm. Denise says you're right, right? And the, unless it's you know, unless it's the POTUS now, and he's they just got him standing there, and it's like weekend at Bernie's. They tied his hands to the mast, and he's just uh, he's just asleep. And when he's awake, he doesn't even know what he's doing anyway. So he's just standing there, tied to the to the helm, and the helm doesn't move because he's the anchor now that they got tied the helm up with him, and he's just standing there going. It's a good movie. I like I like I like seascapes. This is pretty good. Can somebody give me ice cream? Right. I mean, you're right. Right. So there's still nobody running. The, the guy who's the transportation secretary of the United States is Pete Buttigieg. Pete Boot Edge Edge, and he was gone. He just came back. So for the first 150 days or 160 days, he was on maternity leave. Right. So I'm not sure if he was the one that was pregnant or his or his husband, but one of them had a baby. Right. So I'm pretty sure it was adoption, but he took maternity leave uh, because he could. Right. Because we're a liberal country now. And even if you uh, don't actually give birth, you can still take time off because you have a new child. I wonder if I get a cat or a dog. I can do the same thing. Right. It's a pet. It's my it's my baby. Why can't I take maternity leave? Right. So uh, maybe we can try that with a cat or a dog and just get a new dog every month. And then give them to your friends or a cat and give them to your friends and get a new cat. I got a new cat. Him and I got to take time off. Anyway, so he was gone and nobody was running the transportation department. So, of course, that is a fucked up fiasco. And now that he's back, he's like, I got this covered. We're just going to hire more people. For what? We can't hire people. Why? Oh, yeah, that COVID thing. Well, we'll find we'll find people. We'll just we'll get it going. (laughs) Nothing to see here. They remind me of uh, that movie, Eric the Viking when they spilt blood in high Brazil and it was sinking and the people there and the king of high Brazil was like, this doesn't happen. This is not happening. We are not sinking. We have safeguards against this. So you're just a panic monger as the water is coming up. He's still talking. So you're a, you're a panic monger. This is not, we are not. And then they drown. And that's what's going on here is they're going, there's nothing to see here. Move along. We're good. Everything's fine. You know, but I'm trying to, you know, yeah, let's Brandon, right. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Right, I love that. Julie said there was some, there was some scuttlebutt out today that Brandon threatened suicide. Uh, any word on on uh, that being correct? Uh, I I don't know anything about that. I just that's I I really don't. I'll have to look into that. Um, so yeah, I'll have to figure that out, right? So and then uh, welcome, Peter. I didn't see you there. I, I see you making uh, comments now, but I didn't see you before. I was too busy talking, right? <laughs> So Peter says, you know, the the news, St. Nicholas uh, is uh, St. Nicholas, as it's uh, covered past its pass, is allowed to travel around the world as his passport. COVID-19. What's what's it? Six. What are you saying? What, what's six? Uh, Mrs. Passport to fly from the North Pole. Oh, see, he's he's talking and his type's getting messed up again. But so he's got a passport, a COVID-19 passport. Is that what you're saying? Or he's not going to. I don't know. Right. It's, it's Nicholas. See, Nicholas is 
uh, as it's covered, if pass pass to allow to travel around the world. Yeah, right. So he's got to get the COVID passport. What are they going to do with him? Make him make him wait 15 days before he can deliver uh, any any uh, Christmas presents to the kids. What about the you know what about the reindeer? Do we got to test them too and the elves? So somebody's got to go to the North Pole and, and test everybody because they might have the boogeyman on their fingers and they might touch a present that a kid might touch and he might get the boogeyman and eat him. And he'll and then he won't have any, he'll be asymptomatic and he'll give it to his parents who are also going to be asymptomatic and it'll go up the chain until eventually somebody goes and talks to grandma and then bang, fuck, she's dead. And it's Santa's fault because he touched the present that eventually Jimmy touched and Jimmy gave it to Bobby and Bobby gave it to Julie and Julie gave it to grandma. So we need to now go and arrest Santa Claus because he's going to murder half the planet when he flies around on Christmas Eve. And that's strike two, one more strike and then Johnston's get a chance to steal. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, what are they going to do with that? Are they going to have Santa Claus wearing a mask? Oh Lord. I hope they don't do that. I bet they, somebody does it. So far, they haven't, right? <laughs> Sounds like the official narrative, Tony says, right? <laughs> yeah, see, Marcus says, I make, I make stocks and soups too, right? Very easy, just don't rush it. Yeah, take your time, right? You just settle, let it render, man. I, I did that. When I, I, it took like a, I did it in a crock pot last time, and it took me the entire day. I just got it all in there, turned it on, and sat down. and went over every now and then, and... Gave it a whirl, spun it, you know, to it, you know, whatever, stirred it up a little bit, checked the water level, and back I went, right? And pull all the bones in the in the garden later, right? It's all useful. <laughs> yeah, put all the bones in the garden later. Right. If you yeah, if you have a, a garden, all of that stuff is is great mulch for you know, every bit of everything is returnable to the to the food to the food chain. That's the beauty of it. It's actually a renewable source. We talk about renewable food sources. The natural way. It's all renewable. It's all usable, right? So, yeah, the, the, so he, Peter says, the new day, the elf disease, don't touch the elf, <laughs> right? <laughs> the elf disease, right? The new variant, right? <laughs> That's funny, Peter. So, yeah, they're going to have the new variant, the elf variant. Look out, the COVID, the elf variant is going to get everybody. <laughs> ah, right? Oh, my God. That's hilarious right there. <laughs> you know, for the North Pole variant, right? You think they'll call it that or the Elf variant? Either way, right? It's going to be the Santa variant, the, the Kringle variant, the North Pole variant, or the Elf variant. And who knows? Maybe in different countries, they're going to, each one's going to call it something different, right? So that's hilarious. I didn't think about it that way. You're, I love you, Peter. You're hilarious. <laughs> so, right? I mean, come on, right? This thing has gotten so ridiculous that we're laughing right here about it joking about it that's how ridiculous it has gotten you, you're you know what i mean it's gotten that freaking ridiculous elf and safety rules now being enforced tony says <laughs> ah i love it bro right i mean it's terrible to say but it's gotten that bad to where it's a joke everywhere and everybody knows it now but you guys are still people are still scared and um that's what they want is the fear Right. I mean, I just watched a, an SSP um, drop from three days ago, now four days ago now, the secret space program. And they were talking about different things that would scare the hell out of you. 
if you don't know, when I was talking to all the guys that were on the panel yesterday prior to us being on air, and they hadn't heard some of the stuff that I knew. And I said, you guys haven't heard this? They were like, no, what? And I was, so I was telling them, I said, this is something that we don't want to tell people because it's the same thing that's happening. This is what led to that. Um, I got a, a, a message from someone at, um, on Thursday or Friday, one of those two days. It was either Thursday or Friday because the drop was, I think, on Friday from from uh, SSP. And they asked me, um, what do you think about Corey Good and what's going on? And then he gave me a bunch of names that I didn't recognize, but I knew that they were uh, people that were, I don't know them, but I think I'm friends with them on Facebook, but that doesn't mean I interact with them, right? We're just in the same uh, circles. And I wasn't sure if they were coalition <clears throat> because of the way the coalitions work. You know, your cells are really small these days. They, they tighten it up like the IRA does because uh, because of uh, people trying to seek out and destroy the uh, co the uh, all the coalitions here on earth so <clears throat> can I can you mention names you hear about SSP from um, Corey good um, in fact it's his SBA I don't know if you know what that is that that's his channel on YouTube where he and then he dropped the uh, SSP drops. There was four of them, in fact, in the last week and a half. Um, I can't tell you anything more than that, because uh, that, those are the ones that are official that they drop officially to uh, people to put out to the world. And the ones, the briefings that, that you get or that we get from them and other places, I can't tell you. Right. So that's the stuff I can't tell you on on air. And it sucks because some of it, all of it we want you to know about, but the problem is this particular moment, what I'm talking about here is uh, is why we don't tell everything. The reason that that, um, that whole scenario happened was because a group of people claimed that the coalition had captured and overtaken the uh, military bases that the cabal were using on the moon, on Mars, and on Antarctica here in the, in the, on our planet. Uh, and that's just not true. The reason that they were saying that was propagated by the idea of tell people that they're basically they're wiped out. And if they're wiped out, there's no reason to fight. So they were they were giving disinformation and misinformation about a victory that didn't happen because they were using the Jedi mind trick uh, on people right through reverse psychology and saying, well, hey, it's already all over. So you guys can relax, hoping that people would not fight. And a lot of people were like, they're, they're starting to think that now. Well, why are we still doing this when it's over? We beat them because it's not over. We didn't beat them yet. And they're trying to get you to think that it is so that you won't fight or support the fight anymore. Do you see? So that forced the SSP to come out with an official drop saying, no, that is not true. This is what's really going on. And we advise all of you not to believe anything from any coalition member unless it comes from us directly, if it is relating to us. So they told us, we will tell you what's going on. And if someone else says and claims it and we haven't said it, it's not true. But that doesn't mean that they're trying to act as the ultimate authority on everything they were talking about when it comes to the secret space program. And those people would be the ones who would be on the front line of said invasion or annex of military bases because it wouldn't be civilians. Do you see? <clears throat> so 
Yeah. So, um, Corey, he, he's got a lot of good stuff that he says and he's, and he's very, um, security conscious when he does a lot of people try to say that he's full of crap, but I would tell you right now that everything that I know, if he's full of crap, I'm full of crap. Okay. Because everything that he knows and he talks about is stuff that I 100% know to be true. Okay. And, uh, and, and it's not because he said it. It's because I already knew it before he says it. Because I know some of the same people, not all of them, because that man is, he has aliens actually pick him up and take him places and show him things. Right. And I don't recall that I've had that happen. I, I've had some dreams where I think that that happened astrally, but I, I still don't have not cracked my memory. And he has, he's one of those people that have cracked his memory completely. And, you know, people like to say that David Wilcock doesn't know what he's talking about. The odd thing about both of those people is that those people are actually the, the authority more than any other person that these other people are claiming are the authority on what's going on. And I say that, <clears throat> and I say that because David Wilcock is the, is one of the biggest authorities on the law of one. He lived with those guys, Carla and, and uh, Dawn. He lived with them for three years, literally in their house. And then for two more years in a, one of their, uh, they had, you know, like a, a the mom cottage and he lived out there. So for like five years, he was living with these people. So he knows and picked their brain and knows what's going on with the whole law of one. Now, he, David Wilcock calls Corey Good the law of one 2.0, and rightly so. And, and, you know, Corey says that and then says, I don't think I would go that far. But he has and has corroborated through what he says, the stuff that Raw was trying to warn the world about and other sources. So he's coming through and he's having the same experiences and having people give him the same knowledge that was being given from Raw, but now more update, live, real-time stuff now. Whereas Raw stopped giving any information in 1984 when Don shot himself in the head. And died. And so because of that, he broke the chain of the three people that made the triad the, that were able to make the connection because of the three of them. They were able to make the connection and they haven't been able to fix that energy. And Carla was able to channel other entities after that. And she did that up until the day she died. But no, no, no longer ever being able to reach raw after that. And if you haven't read the six books of the law of one, you should. You can look, you can go back in my archives if you want. I spent two years and 10 months going from session one to session 106 every Friday night. So I have every single episode of every single uh, word played and me going through and trying to explain to you what that stuff means without going really, really deep. Because I could go back and go even further down the spiritual rabbit hole about what was going on, even more so than I did the first run. And I knew that then, but I was trying to introduce this to the world and if i would have gone as far as i do behind the scenes when i talk about that stuff um and talk about how deep that is and it's just as deep as all the gnostic gospels and the all the all the other gospels from around the world and how deep those are so i've gotten into that and you've heard me talk about that stuff right miguel there he is miguel's here I was going to see if you wanted to come on today, Miguel, but I figured it was Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. I didn't want to bug you. So I just went, I didn't even know I was going to come on. I just had Thanksgiving. I came on anyway. So, if, so Miguel, if you want to come on, let me know and I'll send you a messenger, um, uh, 
invite, and we'll get you on here too so we can talk about this. So if you have time, brother, let me know. We'll pop you in here, okay? So, yeah, still in still in Facebook jail for, for two days, so I'm over here. Um, I think I could still give you the, the uh, invite in the messenger, couldn't I? Yeah, and you could still link and come in through that? Yeah, yeah, brother. I'd love to have you in. I'm sure everybody would want to have you have more than just hearing my, my ugly mug speak, right? So hold on, and I'll, and I'll send it to you. I'll send you the invite in uh, Messenger because I happen to have Facebook opened. And something told me to do that in case you came in, <laughs> right? And now i got to find you in here, so hold on. There you are. Just had to type in your name. So I'm going to send you the invite. Coming in. There we go. Right above that guy. I wonder how that turned out. Um, I'm going to turn this on for a second. I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it, but. Oops, I didn't want to do that, but that's okay. Now there's no sound again. Austria. I, I wonder. I wonder how that turned out. Does anybody know um, what happened? Because I had gotten this video from somebody from Austria. I could probably play it for you. Uh, and it was coming up. Ariel, welcome. Uh, it was coming up. Um, it was coming up, I think, this last week. And they were talking about, um, let me get Miguel in here before. I, up. There he is. Welcome, brother. Hey, Leo, how you doing? I'm good, brother. So I was just telling everybody because I noticed when I went to your messenger, I had sent you that video from that guy in uh, in Austria. Uh, yeah, and I, I shared that out to as many people as I could. That's some scary shit. That is some scary shit. What I'm referring to here, guys, is that the, I got a video from this guy in Austria, and he was asking for help because in Austria they were locking down the country and they were starting forced vaccinations. And uh, he said, please help us and, uh, you know, around the world, please give us the energy or, or anything you can do to help us because they're going to force us to get the vaccination. And I don't know what the turnout of that has been. And I wonder if anybody knows how that how that turned out. That's freaky. Right. Yeah. Ariel said that was really freaky. Right. It was. Uh, and yeah. And here I'm going to play it for them because it's on your thing. I'm going to pop it back up here and I'll play it for you guys right now. Let me pull it back up and freeze it right here. And turn the sound on. And then I'll share my screen and see if I can share this screen. And if I can, I'll play it for you guys. So you can hear what, what uh, Miguel and I are, are talking about here. Um, I think it's this. Because it says select tab to preview. And I think it's this. It is. Okay. So let me share the screen here. Let me come back over here so I can see it pop up. There it is. So, that guy right okay. There. That guy right there. So I'm going to play this for you, guys, and you'll hear what this guy's talking about. He's, let's see, it says Australia or Austria lockdown, right? So hold on. Let me come back over here and play it for you. You got it on mute, Leo. No, I have it. You know what it is? I have it playing, but it, for some reason, hold on. Let me stop it. All right. I think what's happening is my sound's not coming through. So hold on. I may have to put my microphone up there. All right. Because I can hear it over here, but you can't, right? I can hear nothing. That's why. Yeah. Okay. 
Hold on. I'll put my microphone up there. Then for some reason, when I'm sharing the screen right there, it's not playing through the microphone, and I don't know why. So hold on, and I'll put my mic up as close as I can. I'll turn my sound up, right? All right. So, yeah, let me turn my sound blasting. And so don't say anything because you know, it'll come through really loud if you do. <laughs> right. So, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move my mic up there and, uh, and play it. So we'll see what happens here. I may have to even take my mic out of the freaking thing if it won't reach. So hold on. in the state of lockdown for everybody who is not vaccinated. Also, official authorities are discussing... Now, can you hear that? Can you hear that okay when I'm playing that, uh, Miguel? It's uh, it's low. Um, some people might be able to hear it, but they got to turn the gain up a lot. I'm actually looking for the link right, that you on. sent in the group in our group chat so I can maybe link that. That's what I'm actually using. I'm using the link that I sent to you in the uh, in the uh, chat. Uh, maybe yeah, if I, I download it. Uh, yeah, that's what I was I'm trying download to figure it. out. I'm new to all yeah, this let me, shit. I'm going to download it because then I can play the file and they'll be able to hear it. There you go. Okay. That'll probably yeah. work better. That'll work better. So let me go over here and unshare this. <laughs> right? It's all good. Yeah, let me, yeah. No, I should have thought of that before, but it was all it was impromptu. Right. Hey, I hey it's all about like, it's, uh, things are, are great when they're live that way. It just right. Uh, just <laughs> just right? sort of okay. flows. We all learn together, brother. Yeah, well, it was impromptu literally because I went there to give you the thing. Austria. Right. Hold on. Can you hear that now? Hold on. Let me back it up. Yes, we can let people listen. It's very important. This is Austria. This is the middle of Europe, right above Italy. Um shit's this getting is dated rough. 15 of November. Two weeks, a week ago. Yeah, he said that right here in this part. He'll, he's about to say that. So, all right, let's be quiet here. Let's put this on full screen. Put a little bit here. Okay, my computer is up now. Okay, so if it comes to a little easy, it's because my Wi-Fi is, is, uh, is low right now. For some reason, probably because we're trying to support it. But we'll be quiet. You guys listen to this and, and listen to this man has to say. This is Alexander from Austria calling for help and support. Austria, since yesterday, 15 November, is in the state of lockdown for everybody who is not vaccinated. Also, official authorities are discussing forced vaccinations for every inhabitant of this country before Christmas. We are going to organize the probably largest rally for freedom that Austria has ever seen on November 20 in Vienna. If you can manage to join us, please come. If you cannot, please organize solidarity rallies in front of Austrian representations embassies, consulates in your country. I repeat, lockdown for all people who are not vaccinated is already in place. 
children from 5 to 12 are being vaccinated and they are discussing forcefully vaccinating every inhabitant of our country before Christmas. Okay. So you guys can, you guys heard it there once I finally downloaded it. So that's kind of scary. That's going on in Austria. It is. It is. And, and we all have to have our, our little, uh, lucky charms, uh, to help us through these things. Um, right. I want to point out Miguel typed in the chat. For those of you who are on the MP3 file, you guys don't know that he typed in the chat as that was playing. If we don't stand up for others, no one will be left to stand up for us when we need it. And and he just typed that in the chat because we were both trying to be quiet. But I wanted you guys that were listening on the MP3 file to know what, what Miguel just said. And because I, I agree with that 100%. If we don't stand up for, for fellow humans somewhere else, no one's going to stand up for you or me when they come here to get us, wherever you are. I feel for Australia. Uh, yeah. I feel for, for the Italians. Uh, I feel for, you yep. know, the Spanish last year that were completely locked down and, yep. and half the world. And fuck, you got Israel. It's 90, 97% vaxxed. I mean, how many of those are going to become zombies? I mean, this is, this right? is some really scary shit, right? Yeah. Um, well, especially if... If what I know is true, then it literally, this is why I was starting to touch on the temporal war earlier. If you guys listen to that drop that I was telling you about from the SSP, um, there's one that was just prior to that. So that one was Friday. There's another one that came out on Wednesday or Thursday. And they're kind of scary. So if you do listen to them and you get scared, come back and I'll talk to you about it. Because there's things there that when they drop that where they did, uh, and, and it's actually on a public channel right now, it's usually that kind of stuff material usually doesn't go public because of the content because the content in there can can make you afraid or uh make you think that it's hopeless to fight right and is because of what is said there so we try to control that narrative so it doesn't get to the general population because people freak out about stuff like that and run with things they want see see it's all a big fucking psyop yeah. And they've been working on it for, well, I would say millennia, uh, but they've really been ramping it up for the last 60, 70 years. Oh, easily. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after yeah. after World War II, um, Goebbels really figured it out, and he's been trying to propagate that ideology ever since. And it's been spreading. If you tell a big enough lie, tell it enough times, people will start to believe the big fucking lie. You know, they're going to believe that Russia was in, involved in, in some stupid shit. And they're going to believe that, yeah. you know, all these insane criminals are actually good people. Right. They're getting people to believe just about everything. And, and yeah. we can't. We have to come together as, as a people, as, as a enlightened and educated and, and founded. We're, we're not... We're not speculating. We're not making shit up. This is all real stuff that's out there to be read, to be studied. Um, Like I was telling somebody earlier, I I don't. This stuff seemed common sense to me because I've always been in this stuff since I was like seven. Right. You know, I just talked to people when I was on the air yesterday before we were on the air. We literally said the same thing. To us, this is common sense because we're used to it. So the craziness doesn't seem so crazy to us. Because, because it's just obvious. Into- They've been planning yep. it for a long time. We can see the pieces coming into place. Yep. Yep. So, and, and, and the thing is, for everybody in the world, uh, the average person that hasn't been doing this and chasing this dragon since they were a kid, the, to them, it's all of a sudden scary because they see a dragon head and there's flames but, shooting out. But, 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 but that's, that, but that's, that, that's not... 
no, it can, that can't be right. Like, no, people aren't yeah. like that. No, my government would never do they that. They would never do that. They would tell us the truth, right? Aaron, what's up, my brother? They, they Aaron, in here too. Aaron you want to come in? Are you busy? You want to come in and hang out with us? Aaron, Aaron's the man, he, bro. I don't know if you met Aaron once. Um, haven't, haven't you met Aaron once, Miguel? I think you did. Um, he's in He's in the group. He's in the so group. I've seen some of his videos, and then I've listened to him right, talk right, in the right. group. Right, but right. I haven't He's, actually yeah. had a, a chat with him. And I'm dark. I'm going to turn on my studio lights. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. So, yeah, Aaron, bro, if you want to come in, let me know. Oops, I said something and my phone started to talk to me. So if you want to come in and hang out and play with us, bro, um, let me know and I'll send you an invite in the, in the chat. We'll get you in here too. Yeah, all right. Hold on, brother. Let me send you an invite in the chat. So um what we were talking about i mean obviously you can hear what we're saying here but one of the things that i was talking about with the um you know this craziness going on with the temporal war is is that uh, a lot of people were saying that stuff that is is uh you know in the shot is the is the ai god trying to infiltrate everybody and control them and i i you know at first i thought what? Was, yeah what kind of crazy rabbit hole are you going down you're not supposed to tell people the truth come on I, pipe down. Right? Yeah, stop doing that leo what the hell are you doing right so uh so that kind of is scary so we we try not to give you that narrative because <laughs> it, it does just like just like miguel just said people go no way man that can't be crazy because it can't be true because the government wouldn't be doing that and because you know they would never do something like that and that is insane and it's so it's so far beyond your your a possible rational thought if you have no idea or no suspecting the government well, being see, all let's look at know. it this way um it's hard for us to understand 23 people 2300 people can actually be collateral damage towards yeah. a larger project right. but yet um it is a psychological tool that allowed uh hundreds of thousands of people to be killed maimed and destroyed and those were more objective damage towards the um control yeah. of the world that has been going on for the last 20 years yeah. okay they've been tightening their control using the fear using um our good senses against us oh my god they don't care they're gonna kill us who oh, go take them out because they they make me afraid yeah but they're taking out other people that are just as afraid from the same fucking system and machine that's taking everybody else the fuck out right and people are collateral damage. They mean nothing to these people. Right. And and Absolutely. most people can't get their head around that. No, I agree. No, they're, they're supposed to be good. We're, we're all good Christian loving people. No, we're not. Right. Most no. people are not. Yeah. They have an evil, selfish soul. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Period. The end. If you don't fear somebody above you holding your ass to account... You got serious problems because you're going to be doing shit that you ain't supposed to. You're you know, it's funny that you say that. Just as a segue, we're waiting for Aaron. There he is. He's, he didn't get his camera going before. I was waiting for him to get everything ready to go. And now he's, now he's uh, preening, so I'll wait till he's done. <laughs> Instead of pulling him in while he was doing that, I'm sure he didn't want me to do that or even talk about it. But here we no, go. Uh, just a comment. Up, guys? Uh, I saw, I saw you doing so wide hair, and I was like, I'll wait until he's done fixing his hair before I put him on camera so he doesn't. Yeah, because I just pulled it out, man. It was looking pretty straggly. The show hey, working. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. How you doing? Correction in the chat. They said uh, chemical warfare. It's more like biological warfare. Yeah. Um, and they've been perfecting that for quite a yeah, while. And we can actually thank, uh, you know, um, 
Gilly Bates for that one and uh, the yeah. almighty and revered Dr. Fauci. Um, they've been working on, on this fucking shit for a very long time and they're finally putting their plan into order. Why? Because uh, Gilly Bates had as an objective, his mom's objective, his dad's objective is euthanizing the population of the globe. Yeah. So. Right, right, and they're in the do-gooders club, and that club is where Oprah Winfrey's in, and they're a whole agenda. Oh yeah, the superheroes, right? Yeah, it's yeah, they're they're agenda is to figure out how to. Well, and uh, see where they're switching the it. But hold on, hold yeah, on. Where they're switching this is they're taking this to the whole green green New Deal. Let's focus back on that because that's yeah. where they're going to go with it. I mean, you know that that's, somebody that's was actually somebody was diagnosed with climate change, and like I can't remember if it was Norway or what, but somebody was actually diagnosed in the hospital with. Climate change. Climate I mean, change. You tell it big enough lie and tell it often enough, people will start to believe it. Adolf Hitler, so, 1934. That's right. That's that's 100% right. I mean, you can. I know that just as be, in the work that I do, I know that if you you have to be really careful with what you say. Like I like to I like to trigger people. That's for sure. When it comes right. to like the good and evil thing, I really like to mess with both on like on visual just that's to get why, people like understand. Miguel, bro that's why i told miguel it would like you you guys would like one another because he's yeah. just like that too he, the, the three of us on here right now we could get so many people mad just by the way our attitudes are not my right? objective because, isn't you know? triggering people i trigger them naturally because they're dumbasses and fuck them um, <laughs> you know sorry but snowflakes those are the people we need to unite with though unfortunately so we have to be well, nice see, some, unfortunately right. some Still of happens. those snowflakes are not going to wake up Right. right. The gates to hell are big and wide and vast, and they will take many people with them. Yeah. And as they're rushing down that abyss into the lost, they'll reach out and try and drag as many people with them as possible because their objective is I'm going to be destroyed. I'll destroy others with me. Or at least that's yeah. the original yeah. um, fallen one's idea because yeah. you know, they know they're screwed. But, you know, all of a sudden they found out they can't save their own kids. They got pissed. and so now they want to destroy us. And yeah, you know what? I want to put this out. Ariel just said, and they keep showing people. We were just talking about this yeah. uh, a couple minutes ago, and, and Aaron and, and I were Russell talking about did. that just the other day, right? All of yeah, all the uh, any respiratory illness, every single uh, flu bug. I even said that at the beginning of the show, Ariel. I don't think you were here yet. Yeah, it went down to zero. No yeah, one was right. dying from anything besides COVID. Done. <laughs> like. Where'd it go? Oh my God! Where'd it go? Did those People vaccines saying, yeah. really like cure all of those wow. other diseases? Yeah, we did that really just go away just like that. Hold on, yeah. hold on. I, I got I got two things I gotta uh, unpack on that one. First of all, uh, yes, everything disappeared, including cancer numbers. Uh, cancer numbers yeah. dropped because uh, if you had can, but you, you gotta had use them for death. You, death you didn't die cancer. You died from the COVID. However, there is there is there is something that's kind of Everybody interesting said. about and yeah, that was the other comment that I wanted to do. And Jesus is coming back. He is the mass exorcism. Uh, um, so what, what happens is during this whole situation, there was a, a person that had uh, cancer and then got COVID and they went to their doctor afterwards and they found out once they cured them of the COVID, but they went back, they no longer had the cancer and they were trying to figure that out. And what they figured out at that point was the COVID actually killed the cancer, the bad cancer cells first. And once it got rid of the cancer, then they dealt with COVID and he was completely recovered. So, okay, that was deep, bro. Yeah, right? That was deep because, well, we also need to understand that there's a lot of news stories coming out that are going to confuse the ones that, that people like us that are away. So, and we have to really fight, fight off a lot of that stuff. And I think that's really what happens is they, they confuse, they send out so many, they flood the field, which we are the field, right? The media floods the field. 
with all this propaganda and they do it from so many different angles and so many, it's like an astroturfing, like, you know, right. to the, to the most unteenth level. Yep. And, and it, it's really hard for us to decipher what's going on. And there's a couple of people that I watched that actually really dig deep on this stuff. And I think that's where it's leading. It's, this is the fourth industrial revolution. This is, this is a top down revolution. This isn't, from the bottom okay. up. This is a top-down revolution because they see a revolution coming or an evolution of the people where they're getting smarter and they've already seen it. They this is their only play is just total domination. Let's just let's yeah. just put them in masks. Yeah, let's put them six feet apart. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, see, there's somebody that already wrote about that. Uh, the fourth industrial revolution, the guy from the World Economic Forum, the same guy yeah. with the great Klaus Schwab. Exactly. And so it's all yeah. their plan. That's what they want. Yep. And but it, it's it's been long coming. Why? Because we already knew about it. Yeah. Right. It was already told a to few us. times. A few times. Yeah. You know, and I've heard and Robert F. Kennedy's book is really good. Robert F. Kennedy's uh, Jr.'s book on Amazon is supposed to be really good, but they took away all of his. He got a bunch of like five star ratings and well, they took them all out. They've got like one now. But he talks about Klaus Schwab. He actually he's talking about Fauci actually in that one, and in the AIDS <laughs> epidemic. Like how much? Like I as we look more into this, the more I realize I don't know shit. Like right. these people are sci psycho. I mean, I these people have gone so far psychologically. Like I don't believe, dude. I'm gonna say it right now, but I don't believe in this whole COVID bullshit. I don't. No, I, I, I never did from the beginning, and I don't believe these, these cowards would spread something that could come back on them either. So why would they do that? Because they'd right. come back on them. Right. Unless they had an antidote, which right? you don't – viruses, you don't have that antidote. That's why we still take flu shots. Or people, do. I don't take them, but people still do. You do. And that's the one of the things that I was getting into in my book when I went through the the chemical and biological aspects of my book. I had to find out, and uh, Dr. Lipton is an excellent source for this, and, and he's one that that I really source for all my shit. Um, yeah. And what we found out is that we cured the flu, the flu, and the common cold with zinc, azithromycin, uh, yeah. hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin. All that shit is working and it's, but it's cheap and big pharma can't handle right. us getting right. cheap. We're, we're forcing back, we're forcing vaccines yeah. down to everybody it's, so it's we can not, make more money. The, that is really what it's about on that side. It's not yeah. even a vaccine. They just use that name because it's, people are yes. used to the name and they trust the name. Yeah. If they're going to tell them, oh, we're going to give you a genetic alteration uh, shot. Right. No, I don't want that. Oh, we're going to give right. you a vaccine. Oh, yeah, I got one of those last year. I'll take it. Right, right. One. I got vaccinated for the right. flu before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yep. something they've already this heard. This one of, has nanobots. Okay. It's got uh, electromagnetic uh, radiation in the uh, in the graphene that's put in there to aid uh, the DNA transfer uh, to make it through the blood-brain uh, barrier and, and that sort of shit. Um, but also, in the same times that they were doing the studies on these different things, uh, the yeah. studies themselves said is not to be used in humans because yes. it would be dangerous. Because it was killing animals when the animal trials. All the yeah. fucking animals died, not a single fucking one of them. And I, just tell me, tell me this. Like, really, can anybody tell me why they won't tell you what's in those vaccines? They, they, right. Why did they just try to? They just tried to get uh, uh, fifty years before we find out. I can't remember yeah. exactly what was going well, on. They it, tried it, to, we'll, before we'll we find out, out what's in there in their vaccine. I think it was Pfizer. We're yeah, going to bring the whole house a, down. Pfizer, the uh, president of Pfizer, was uh, indicted for fraud a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, good. 
Well, you know what? Yeah. This is this is in that drop. Aaron, remember I sent you that drop the other day, yesterday or the day before? Yeah. If you watch that, they, they explain it. What's in the shot is the AI god trying to right. get the information into our brain to take control of the human mind. It's I remember when everybody was telling me this back you know, a year ago, saying 5G is going to hook us up to the computer. I was like, come on, man, that's crazy. And then I'm getting it from SSP in that drop where they're like, no, that's the... That's this is the part of the temporal war by the AI yeah. god trying to take control of people. So the shit that's in these shots, Aaron was saying, and Miguel was saying, why won't they tell, let us know what was in there? Because well, they don't want that. us to find, figure it out. If we look too hard, we're going to go. Wait a minute. There's yeah, a we can find more fraud. Doctors in the last two years have been making videos and studying this shit and everything else. And yeah, yeah I got uh, Jacob's channel uh, taken down and got three strikes because I was talking about this topic and I was talking about all the shit that's actually in that thing. And what it yeah. is, is uh, there's this uh, Ted talk in 2007 that uh, Gilly Bates face uh, did. Uh, and he was talking about how they needed to de-radicalize uh, certain people that were problematic uh, to the right. Western civilization at that time. And they discovered certain areas in the brain that were more active in fanatical people. And so if they could just find a way to neutralize that area of the brain, they could reduce the fanaticism of individuals. That's not just their radical fanaticism, but any kind of connection that you have with the above. Yeah, Tony, they want to shut it off. And so they're getting these nanobots that are programmed to actually go towards that area. And once there's enough of them, which is why you need all the boosters, if once there's a mass of them centralized in that area, then the 5G can come in with their shortened radio waves because they've got small fucking antennas and they can do whatever and they can reprogram. And you and all of a sudden you can hear voices in your head telling you to do shit and it's them fucking commanding you. You lose yeah. your own free will uh psychologically we already know that the brain is processing things well before you even think you're going to process them uh and so they can tell you to do they this they've already done this 30 years ago to where they can uh, yeah it's been going on for a long time they're just upgrading you, you think you're doing something but it's somebody there in the back going go left go right go left go yeah. right and you're going, oh yeah. yeah i wanted to go left i wanted to go right and then your free will is gone and you can no longer choose god and right. therein lies the crux of the mark of the beast, because once you have it, you no longer have your own choice. And what are they really going after right now? They're going after they're going after your own individual critical choice. And in a sense, that is God. That's, your critical that's the, choice and your smart and your thing. logic is coming from a higher source. So, the yeah, there, this is a spiritual war for sure. The first thing God gave us is free will. That's why it's his rule. That's why he doesn't impose his will on us. He gives us the choice. Now, the demon, the adversary, he gives two fucks about the rules. And his main objective is to subjugate, dominate, and take away our free will because he is anti-God in every way, shape, and form. He's a liar. He's not creative. So he has to repeat the things of the past. See, now I want to go into like some deep other philosophical question. What is God? Like I, I just it's that's what's triggering me right now. And I'm I don't know. I'm not trying to take anything away from you. But I'm just I really what I'm saying is this construct that we're in right now, we're talking in a box. I mean, we're literally talking in a box. Yes, but, but into a box. So not boxes. In, in, but we ought to also gotta understand that there's this transcends America. This transcends Christianity. This, this is a world yeah. This is a world global problem. Yep. And and I feel like we all need to come together on certain um in certain places, you know, Somebody's for right. common. I know I can't. I don't know who that is, but uh, that was me. For, I apologize. I got no problem. Up. No problem. But I All think right. it really. I mean, we can believe what we want to believe. 
we can follow whatever we religion we want to, but we really we need to realize that our freedom is being taken from us. And that's Absolutely. really what matters, right? It matters that we are being just controlled by and we are starting to realize how much how controlled we've been for probably thousands of years, oh, if not more. Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's going on, and that's why this whole yeah. bullshit is going on because We've already like we've got people that are actually good, great hackers, hacktivists. Thank God for them. Yeah, people right. that actually give that information for free. People right. that actually have, you know, people like Julian Assange that is willing to publish these these documents about what you know our our so called leaders are doing, and showing what we you know how bloodthirsty these people are. And we are not. That does not represent America. That does not represent the world. Right. They, are, they are the, the blood hungry and money hungry. Remember, yep. the, the love of money is the root of all evil. Yep. And these people love money and control over everyone else. Uh, yep. And the thing is, in the next couple of weeks during that Maxwell trial, the majority of this shit's going to come out. We're going to yeah. find yeah, out. Maybe. Who all these probably not, dude. They're going to they're gonna clean that up real tidy, too, I'm sure. Because yeah, that's what they do. It's 10 days of darkness. Uh, they're they're going right. to take everything out. and But we got white hats in control. So, right. yeah. Uh, hey, Jacob, welcome to the show. Right. Um, yes, thank you, yeah, Jacob. we need whistleblowers. The problem is that they only release the whistleblowers that they want to release. release. Yeah, well, that's, they've done, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I'm that, sorry. They, Go ahead, Facebook Leo. Whistleblower no, no, was I was just agreeing. Like Facebook. Were, <laughs> that wasn't, but she was heard by Congress. Now we got Assange right. and then we got Snowden. Oh, yeah, they're, they're enemies to the state and, and they need to be arrested and executed. I mean, seriously? Yeah, yeah it's 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 it's. And that's why I think they're using that and showing because there's a few other people that I can't name their names right now, but uh, because I don't know, I don't remember right away. Jeremy Hammonds is one of them. And there's a lot of people that are being, uh, I think it's, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Garrett. Ah, uh, shit. I can't remember. There's a lot of whistleblow whistleblowers that were put in prison during the Obama era that are still there. Some, yes. I think Jeremy Hammonds got, he got released. Yeah. Yep. And I think Chelsea Manning got released. Yes. But that's why there's not as many whistleblowers because they're afraid to go and, and actually tell the story. Yeah, because their life is going to be what? How, yeah. how long has Julian Assange been in prison? Is he still like, alive? I mean, that's well, why there's no whistleblowers right now. Yeah. Because he was in exile in the in the consulate for a few yep. years, so that was kind yep. of a prison, anyways. But is then they grabbed him and they extradited him to a to a regular lockdown. But you're absolutely yep. right. Is People are afraid of that. Still alive. Yeah, but he's yeah. still alive. No. Oh, he's still alive. Yes, they've got pictures of him. He's okay. he is still alive. He's wasting, yeah, we have, he's we wasting away alive. into nothing, yeah. but he is still alive. Yep. And that's the kind of thing, like as far as for me, from my perspective, those are the Christ figures. Those type of people that are willing to put all their shit on the line for that. That's that is Christ consciousness. They're making the ultimate right. sacrifice for everybody Absolutely else. That's right. That's right. Snowden. I mean, Snowden lives in China, dude. Life. Or no, does he hear of the Russian? Because China was going to hang him, dude. They were going to get him. Hold on one second. I'm going to mute for a second. All right. So, uh, you know, we've been Ariel, I was unaware of that. Look what Ariel says. If you watch MSN News, there will be supposedly getting the jab. If you zoom in, on the needle disappears before it goes into the people's arms. That's because, yeah, that's uh, that's they do that whenever they want to do the propaganda for others. Yeah. Okay. Um, they'll yeah, show. So that. I was thinking they'll they would get a placebo, needle, but I can see that. I've seen. Shot. I've seen the needle disappear, and I don't know if that's a needle where where it like sucks into when they go with the shot. 
and then the needle like pulls back out and you don't have to pull it out. Um, but, and I was thinking that's weird. I've never seen that kind of needle before because most of them, 90% no, the, the, the needle in, has to come out with the syringe. And the needle comes out with the syringe. But the but the one that I think what Ariel's talking about is it looks like the needle when they're going because to go up syringe. against the skin. And once it starts to touch and they shove down, it doesn't actually go into the skin. It it's stagecraft. It's stagecraft. Yeah. But there is a spring that should allow it to pull back out so that it still looks like it, it injected something. But right. that spring didn't work on that particular video. Which right, is and they pulled it out. You can see there was no needle. Yeah. yeah, that's how they got caught. That's what she's talking about. And, and if you can actually But it doesn't matter because look how powerful these people are. Like, yeah. nobody's going to prison right now. Right. Well, nobody's going to prison. And that's that really upsets me. But I feel like as I look back on it, I'm like, you know what? We dug our own graves here. Like, and we, we can pull out of this. But what I'm saying is we went so long without saying anything because I guarantee you, every one of you, all of us here, up here on this panel knew it Yeah, all along. We knew it from ch childhood. When I first realized it, when I can remember back as far as I can, <laughs> from when I first realized how much bullshit was going on on top was uh, the uh, Iran-Contra hearings. Yeah. When oh, Oliver was North was that. like totally yeah. let go and pardoned and then ended up working on CNN. Right. Yeah. Oh, but and you ended know, up we, going to we, work uh, for Fox too. He's doing uh, yeah. stuff out in the field. We, we yeah. can sell weapons to the enemy as long as it's for a good cause. Right. We I mean, right. So yeah, well, see, and that um, whole thing was uh, if you guys are too young to remember, uh, I'll explain it to the to the what happened was the Contra rebels down here in Central America, the communists were moving into Central America and setting up shop just I like they the did story, in, on the, the other side of the. Have, oh, saying, you know, you know, but some of the listeners may. He's telling the listeners. No, right. Yeah. So he's telling so the, the readers right now. We're telling the readers. Yeah, the backstory <laughs> so that they're caught up. So what, so what had happened was the Russians were trying to move into Central America, and at the time, you know, they're communists, so we couldn't have them that close. So our government was backing the rebels that were trying to defeat the Russians that were taking over their country. Our government at the time was mostly run by the Democrats. I hate to say it for those of you who are Democrats. It's actually true. Ronald Reagan, the Republican president, was trying to get money uh, to the rebels or weapons to the rebels so that they could fight against the Russians and the government would not allow uh, him to do that. So yeah. they went behind the government's back and they went to Iran and sold weapons to Iran, who in turn took those weapons and sold them to the Contra rebels to get their money back. So we went around. Iran at that time was our friends, not our enemy. We went around yeah. the the federal government of the United States. What do you mean uh, they were uh, our in friends? A, in they a black had forty off. people hostage, and that's what cost uh, Carter the election. Yeah, and that was funny too because Reagan called uh, the Iranians and said, "Listen, don't release Hold on the prisoners for another couple of days." And when uh, when I get elected, when then, I get elected, uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll talk and you can negotiate. So they let them out. Yeah, that really pissed everybody off. So so they went around the the federal government, all the congressmen, the senators, and everybody because it was a Democrat. So run it's House not manipulated, right? It, it's all out there in the open, yes. on the table for because everybody to see. Because right? even then, their agenda was to turn this country into a communist country. So right. when they got mad, they went to go after. Well, because that's Reagan. total subversion, right? That's total yeah. subversion. That's what they. That's what all of these. I'm not going to call them leaders. I'm going to call them. Inbred idiots. They're entitled. Inbred idiots. Entitled. Inbred idiots. So what they did was Oliver North, which Miguel and Aaron were talking about. Oliver North fell on his sword to save POTUS, to save the president. 
He yeah. said I was running a psyop, an entire government, black ops government, below the government with nobody else's authorization. Oliver North at the time was the assistant director to the national security advisor to the president. Yeah. So he fell on a sword and said, I did everything. He was a lieutenant colonel in the. But he didn't Corps. fall on a sword. That sword was like styrofoam because right, right. nothing just, happened they to just him. Got you just you're out of the military and, and, and that's it. You oh, retire. bless the deep state. And then, right? And yeah, God bless the deep state. Because then what did he do? He went to work for CNN and, <laughs> and right. the correspondent. So oh, yeah. he, he just deals. changed jobs. But the good thing is, he didn't really do anything wrong. He was saving the president. And then when they tried to say, right. what did Reagan know? When did he know it? That's when everybody said, well, um, I have Alzheimer's. Has- I don't remember. Um, I don't oh, remember that I do not recall, dude? Remember how many I do not recall? That's what they were making fun of it back in the 80s. Yep. I do right. not recall recalling, ever recalling. Yeah. And, it was and that's like that. the same thing. Like, none of, I don't when, believe in any of these guys. I don't believe in any of these guys to get us through. They're all coming from that same. They're all cut from the same cloth. Tricking, right? inbreded circle. Uh-oh. And that's, you know, oh, and they have God. to be bloodline because they're blood. So Zero. if they're blood, then they just, they just, you know, they deserve it. Right. Uh, and so they're giving that money. For- on YouTube up. Uh, the, yeah. Ariel, the wrestling mermaid made a comment on there. That's, uh, that would be something. The first one about the Taliban. About the Taliban. Okay. There we go. That one. Yeah. Look at that. Like leaving the Taliban with weapons and guns when we left Iraq. Yes. I mean, who do you think armed the Taliban this whole time? Who do you think was arming the Taliban this whole time? Throughout presidencies, it was everybody. And I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm just saying, like, look look deeper. Aaron, I'll do you you one further, uh, Ariel. Ask yourself who trained the Taliban. Boom. <laughs> Who trained the Taliban? And I'll to tell keep you, the Russians out again. To keep the Russians out again. That's when that happened. The when Russia was fighting was trained, the Taliban. Yeah. was trained. ISIS, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, all of those were trained by the well, actually, IRA. The, the, the Taliban and Al-Qaeda was trained Paid by the CIA. For, ISIS was a creation of <laughs> by the United States and the British government. Yeah. Okay, so so not only these people were propped up and given all these weapons, their entire training package was given to them for free, paid for to the Irish Republican Army by the British and the American government to create them as a terrorist organization. Why do you think that they don't attack the British or the Americans too often? Because they're not authorized to because they're their bosses. Y'all remember? How about That's this one? Lie. Let's talk about the uh, Sandinistas. You guys remember about this? Remember the Sandinistas? Okay. You remember that yeah. scandal? Yeah. Who was in office then? That was that was the Reagan. That was the, the yeah. Iran. Again, another motherfucker. And you know what? I got yeah. to see Reagan in the Rose Garden, land in um, Marine One, right, right in the helicopter That's with his right. dog. I think he had a, a cocker spaniel. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah. I my 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 uh, aunt actually worked at the Pentagon, and my uncle worked they're both air force uh officers and my uncle worked at the white house he was the guy that went out and like set up the little seal on the podium and the mics he was like the audio visual guy so i got a pretty good tour and i actually got to see him pull in i mean i didn't get to meet him but that was the only president i've ever actually seen like in person and i did like i did grow up like loving reagan you know that was probably partly why and that was when I first started remembering presidents. And that's, you know, I didn't even find this one out till later, but the, we were just talking about the Sandinistas and, and selling, you know, smuggling cocaine into the uh, inner cities of uh, Los Angeles. And then uh, Freeway oh, yeah. Rick Ross it, turned it, it, it into uh, crack. And then it, it sparked the whole crack Crips and the Bloods. Where do you think the Crips and the Bloods came from? 
that yeah, came from me, that big me, drug let me war. Explain that what Aaron's talking about here uh, with the with the drug trade, right? He's well, touching the CIA right is here. the biggest drug trade. If planet. you look at yeah, if you look at um, back in the day, there was a guy Vietnam the and Afghanistan. Opium. Oh no, Afghanistan was ninety six percent, ninety three percent of the global opium production when the Taliban took over. It dropped down yeah. to like two percent. That's so right. Dude, I was going to say that. Thank yeah. you for saying it that. Went, yes, it went yep. back to ninety eight percent, and they were making flights from Afghanistan to the to uh little rock all over the fucking place. hell yeah right. and who is sending them who was shipping that the cia our yep. government of the united states was funding all to fund of a war drug cartels yep. in the central america and to fund the war against us because yeah. they're fund the war against uh Pop, what was it uh what's his name pablo pablo uh escobar. Pablo, escobar. pablo escobar so yep. uh, pablo escobar yep. and then we find out later just like He's i think this is just like He's in the early farm. 2000s the Pablo Escobar was else. a CIA asset. Yep. Well, you guys didn't look at the movie The Departed. That was a true story that took took place here in the United States in uh, in uh, um, New England, in Boston. Yeah. And it Wasn't was the Irish mob, the Irish mafia, that? Uh, and the head of the fun. Irish mafia was an asset of the federal government. He was turning in every all the crime bosses from all yep. the other families, and that's how that's why they went after Whitey to kill him because Whitey is the guy who was the freaking asset. Yeah. He's dead now because they caught him, and as soon as they caught him and put him in jail, he was murdered. <clears throat> he was the guy that was on the payroll, Whitey Bulger. Yeah, Whitey Bulger. Whitey yes. Bulger. That's that's a famous. He was one. On, in fact, his son is the one of the guys that was crooked working with Biden's son, joining that company in Russia illegally that got uh, that was making all kinds of money from the oligarch. It was Whitey oh, yeah. Bulger's kid and Joe Biden's. Oh, kid. but wait, <laughs> drawing four circles on a on a whiteboard and getting half a million dollars is normal. It's normal, right? right? That's I what that's what artists do. Did it last night, I watched him. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. My opinion: these elections are rigged. Of course, most of most of them. I even mean city they, elections. They I even mean local rigged. elections. Yep. Um, they're set up to be rigged. Nobody actually with a half a brain gets to go in there because if you have any kind of integrity and you're willing to turn that shit down and say you know what i'm not playing your game i'm playing the game of the people then we'd actually have some good leadership but that's yep. why we have such a problem right now that's, that's why, why we have I so much like, corruption everybody's got a price and why why do you have a price right why do you need you to put something. a price on that you know because you want something you want something yeah. more than you have today and which gives you more power. power. It always it's always about having more power over yeah, over power. things. So power when you let go absolutely. and you don't need things, nobody has power over you. That's right. My situation. Uh, I yep. owe nothing to nobody, so I don't have to, you know, play this PC bullshit game. Right. I don't yep. have to, you know, tiptoe around anybody's fucking feelings because they might get offended and cancel me. Cancel my ass, motherfucker! I'm already living yeah. under house arrest in another fucking continent. So kiss my fucking ass, right? You know, I, I've I was already just talking about that. So bitch, so I, I was literally bro, I just talking about that with YouTube and Facebook, and and YouTube was telling me, uh, you know, they were going after me, and they actually picked something that I said that was back in 2016. And now it's not now it's not okay to say that. But in 2016, we still had the freedom to say whatever we wanted to say. But yeah. so I went through my archives and found something I said in 2016. And they were like, we're going to have to delete you and your channel because you're totally against our. I said, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. I'm already on five other platforms for my yeah. video, for my MP4 videos. 
and I'm and I'm starting up two more uh, that I'm going to be on. So I don't need YouTube. You are useful, but I don't need you. Is as a fucking archive. So if you guys yeah. delete me, I don't give a fuck. You just won't make any money off. And it. that's and really the solution, that. isn't it? Isn't that, I'm, isn't I'm that the solution to all these right now bullshit? You didn't delete yeah. me. <laughs> and isn't that the solution to all this shit? Is creating our own parallel universe that's actually and a real one and set in like grounded in like logic and compassion and all the things that we all fight over. We can all have those things, but we're allowing these people that are paid whores to make decisions for us from huge corporations. And those people that run those huge corporations are very evil. They are the epitome of yeah. demons yeah. and the devil. The love well, of they're, money they're is the real evil. They're, they're literally these people love money above take. everything else. Yep. Go ahead, Leo. What were you going to say? No, no, I was going to let uh, Miguel finish because I talked over him. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> what I was saying, what I was saying is they're all Luciferians because you were yeah. there and you were saying they're all evil. They are, and they are all Luciferians, and they punk you in to yeah. their Luciferian group and make you swear allegiance to them and the AI God. And then, and you know, we need to start talking about that more because the temporal war people need to understand. Okay, so the have you heard? Rockland. Have you heard about the uh, the Google's temple to the AI God? It was created no. uh, to artificial intelligence, uh, what, about a decade ago, something like that. I did not know I remember that. reading that article. and, and wow, whenever, I'm going to look into that, bro. Whenever they uh, – it was more or less the same time the quantum computer was coming out, that, that D-Wave computer. Right. Um, then uh, Google was getting into that, and they were getting into the AI, and they opened up an, a church inside Google for uh, an AI god. Okay, and so they're, they're working on that shit. Um, why? Because right. that's their ultimate objective. That's and their objective. Oh, agreed. Five five G will be programming the graphene nanobots in there to make us kneel five times to an AI holograph to make sure that we're all compliant. Right, right. To make sure the program is go live. Well, they ain't pushing that hard because we we're still armed. We're still armed. See, that's my point. Yes, I am armed. I am armed. If y'all want to know out there, any CIA watching? Any government watching, and I hope a lot of other people say that. Yes, right. I'm not here to hurt anybody, but I am armed. I'm I'm prepared. Me too. I'm armed to the hilt. Yeah, I'm armed to the teeth. I have shot. And that's why they don't come into us. Come at us like Austria and Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> and not to mention, so I have swords and daggers. Miguel's over here with his with his with his right? chopper there, right? Yeah, he's got a machete. machete. I like machete. to see somebody jump over my wall. <laughs> nice. I love those movies. I love those movies. Right? Dude answers the phone. Hello, this is Machete. <laughs> and like just to say, just a disclaimer: I am not calling on any kind of inciting any violence. I'm just saying, it's, come it's, to my it's house. I don't it's know. And fuck around and find out. Ammunition. I don't need ammunition for this. Right. Can, yeah. That's, that's a renewable. That's a renewable death source. <laughs> sustainable. Sustainable. Yeah, a sustainable source. Right. Right. No. And you know what? But it's true. I, I agree with what he said. So I have swords and daggers as well, because when it goes when it goes old school and you run out of bullets, if the world goes cuckoo, you run out of bullets, your gun's only good to throw at them after that. So why do you think right. they've made so many zombie movies? It's predictive programming. Right, dude. I, I agree with you 100 percent, dude. I've been talking about this for years. Like, why is all the zombie movies and like the horror movies like taking over? Because I remember when I was a kid, dude, uh, I liked I, horror I, movies. How did I? But they're I, like flooded the field with it. Like I said, we are the field. Whenever they flood the field of something, always be aware. Always be leery of what that what's flooding into the field. What whatever's highly trendy, that's probably one of the most evil. <laughs> right. 
Oh, uh, Burnigan is one thing. What all the CEOs and, and corporate, the elites, uh, that's um, the Grove out there in California. What the, the big owl? Oh, yeah, you're talking about the Alex. Oh, my god, why do I not know the name of that right now? We should yeah, all know the name of that like quickly. Know. They do that I know. Burning Man, too. Where they, where they the Burning Man is also man. satanic. It's, uh, it's well. moved, yeah, I think it's Steve. Who is it? Steve, uh, he's he does live streams uh steve rimmer or steve something like that like something close to that i think he's australian but he's one of the major donors in that he's like one of the creators he actually has been doing live streams i don't know i haven't seen him in a couple of years but yeah he's the one that does that and i can like he's been noticed in lies many times like spreading misinformation and all kinds of weird shit he, i think he's from australia i think Right. But yeah, but Burning Man is pretty crazy. I mean, I always wanted to go to the Burning Man just to see how it was, just to experience it. I know people. I don't that Whatever. I just want to go. Man, there's it's, so it's much. It's all hippie, bro. It's all hippie. So, but check this out. The origin of that it goes back to what Miguel was talking about at the Grove. The origin of the Burning Man, what they originally did, and this is the part that is the satanic part of that that Miguel was just saying, uh, and yeah. Aaron was talking about. In originally, back when it started, when the Luciferians started doing that, they used to build that big wicker man, right? And they put people and babies in it. And then they would burn that and sacrifice all of them. So the entire thing was filled up with people inside this big yeah. giant burning man. That's and they would sacrifice them. Now, they've gotten away from doing that in public. They might do that at the Grove. I don't know because I haven't been there. But when you go to Burning Man out in the desert, it's just the, it's just the same it's just a straw man. guy, the straw yeah. man, and they burn that. And that's actually originated, the straw man originated from the Celts over in southern, the, the southern Vikings, the, the Celtic people in Europe. You always have so much info, Leo. Right? I, I know, bro. It's just, uh, That's because that's what I do. I, I remember everything. And I You're nerds. Out. We're like, all nerds, man, in well, some way. Like, we're just nerds. And I get high, and I drink, and I watch videos, dude, and I just trip on everything, right? So we're oh, man. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I miss old YouTube. I, I'm telling you right now, I miss old YouTube. You have to go to, like, other places, and yeah, it's all fragmented now. It's all, I, I, it's all I, spread I, out. You can't find it like you used to. That was a video that just dropped, and Denise said, I saw that same video last week. <laughs> same movie last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it after we get off here with you guys. But uh, yeah, yeah, that one that you sent me, I know. I, wanted, I meant to watch it last night, and then I got sidetracked. Right, and here's here's Peter, and he knows too. Peter's from he's in Ireland. He's Irish. He's from Ireland. No, Peter, Peter Coyle. I know Peter. Yeah, know Peter. Peter's Peter's, Peter's in our group. Right. Yeah, he's in our group. Right. And he's exactly. he's a speaker, and he's uh, and, and the Peter webinars actually made a comment further up that I wanted so, to. Yeah, talk the Celts about used well. to burn the Wicker Man on the Moon Solstice. That was where the original idea came from. And like turning the cross upside down or turning the five point star upside down, they took that Wicker Wicker Man, Wicked Man, Straw Man, a burning thing, and sacrificed people in it and turned it into the Lucifer and satanism so again taking yeah. something that was a holy right and turning it evil corrupting it so originally it originated they from the Celtic, but that's now that the adversary does what's that i'm sorry Miguel. that's what the that's what the adversary does he twists everything and takes anything beneficial or any positive symbolism and turns <laughs> it negative that's what the adversary or he doesn't does. twist it and he just lets you work life, on your know? own like your own problems and your own <laughs> sins he let he just lets you follow a path that you you know and when i say he it's not this is this is uh, desire and integrity, right? And being able to balance those. I mean, that's that's the beauty of life. I fucking love that we have that kind of polarity here. I do because there's a lot of things in between. There is no real black and white, but when you can see an evil motherfucker, you can see an evil motherfucker. So, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I, I'm not going to blame it on the devil, dude. I mean, I've done a lot of astral projections. The devil ain't bad, dude. I can hang out with them for a minute, but you know, you hang out with them too long, it's a problem. But I'm talking, I'm giving names of like people, you know, I'm talking about give their names, make them be accountable for the shit we're going through. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, Bill Gates. All those things are simply uh, spirits that we wish to follow or not. Remember that little uh, red guy and that little white guy. It's the yep. it's the wolves that you feed. It's our perception, yeah, it's the yes, of the duality. And the thing is that you have the negative one, which is the body. That that uh, survival instinct of the animalistic man, the lizard brain, yeah. incomplete. So right. we, we are consumed yep. by our yeah. physical needs. Doing yeah. that is a very destructive path. Right. Yes. Okay, you, you follow that. And that's why we got all those 27 year old rock stars. Why? Because they had all the money. They could do whatever the fuck they wanted. And they did what they wanted. And their life ended shortly because when you do everything you want, you don't live very long. Right. Okay? Yes. Yeah. That's Bernie the candle that the brightest star is the star that burns out the uh, fastest. Absolutely. It's, yeah. And that's exactly right. You, you, you burn up your life quicker when by we, doing all that but stuff. When yeah, we yeah. have the spirit of love, we have the spirit of compassion. We have the spirit of grace, the spirit of mercy. We can and put unity. Yep. mercy. Well, uh, Tony, to let me ask you. We to pass that here. mercy on to others. That is when things become better. See, Tony, yes. originally, Tony, the originally Burning Man didn't have demonic association, but, but they took it and they turned it and they perverted it. So it still doesn't, like the Wicker Man in, in Burning Man out in the desert is this traditional Celtic religion. And so they're not doing that because they're satanic. They're doing that because it's a Druid thing that, right. that came from the from Europe. And it's still here, very prevalent. I know because I'm I'm a Druid and I have a Merlin title. So I understand that I was brought up very Druid by my family. Even though we're here in America, we were very European and we kept all of those cultures. Even though we went to a Christian church, I was still being brought up as a Druid. And uh, and then eventually got a, a title for both, the priestly title for both, you know, uh, Merlin and minister. Right? <laughs> so they're the same title, just like the Jedi Knight, same title. So yeah, so it's not actually, but they have perverted it. It's just like I said, where they took the cross and turned it upside down, and they called it the satanic cross. They took yeah. the the uh, pentacle, which was the five pointed star with the upright point, and they turned it upside down and put the goat head in it, uh, and called it the, the satanic uh, uh, symbol. Instagram. They're just tw they're just tw uh, twisting the holy relics into making those evil, and they're trying to by doing that deface those and devalue the holiness of those symbols. By because they want to deface and devalue our holiness as well. They they, right. they want us to go into our physical realm to be in that lower realm, yeah. that that red level survival instinct, and not elevate to our blue level of the Maslow pyramid and that sort of thing. I just wanted to mention Julie uh, Ituarte mentioned that it's a Bohemian Bohemian Grove. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Bohemian Grove. That's it. Thank you. Forgotten about that. Also mentioned uh, that they have a gun that shoots through walls. Yeah, there's a. There's one that can actually, they can see you through three or four different walls um, through the, the actual um, Wi-Fi signals. And so they can see things and then they can actually, uh, they've got, it's not a phaser gun, um, but it's, it's a rail gun or right. something like that. Um, but it's so strong. It will go through uh, solid steel walls and reach the, the intended target. Um, so yeah, they're if they want to take us out, they can take us out. Oh, they have sonic weapons. They have sonic weapons, but the whole thing is a lot of these like weapons that they have 
destroy a lot. So they don't want to destroy themselves in the process. They're too greedy and selfish and too too much of cowards to actually follow through with a plan. Like at least some of these terrorists. I'm not giving them any props, but at least these dumbasses were so dumb that they blew themselves up. I mean, (laughs) these guys are smart enough to know they don't want to kill themselves because they rule this realm. This is where they feel like they rule. They don't. We but they do feel like this. I can't blood. rule if I go somewhere yeah. else. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in a dark place. I'm gonna, you know, once I die, I may not come back. I think about what these crazy fuckers are thinking about in their head, like just right. in their head that they don't admit to anybody else. Right, right. Well, so yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Miguel. We've got, um, yeah, I had three thoughts that ran through my mind at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're talking, I came on, I know, and Leo's already too, he's well, already and, bad enough. And, and, and I was right? in, in yeah, there, yeah so, I, I have this real bad problem of talking over people, and, and I need to correct that. That's it's okay. called uh, ABD, I think we all have it. The three of us are perfect to be on here, right? That's right. <laughs> so, no, yeah. but, I, but you know, I agree, and I wanted to go back to what, I think it was you, Miguel, that said about covid you knew it was bullshit from the beginning, and we did because they would never create something that would go that they would catch. Oh, that's what I was trying to get to. They're that was where you were going, right? Suicide. Okay. I thought that's what you were if doing. We and kill, I wanted- if we accept being killed, it's a lot easier for them. Yes, because then it's by our free will. Again, it's our choice. So they have to make it our choice because they know that we control the major. How many of these doctors are going to be brought up on war crimes against humanity? Maybe. I hope. Fuck, I hope. Dude, Nuremberg. I feel like we're like Nazi 2. Or like Nazi 10.0, dude. We have went went way past the next level. Like these motherfuckers are trying. They're they're desperate. That's why they're doing this. They're rushing everything. They're using their contingency plans right now. That's a good thing. That means they're on the ropes. Yeah, that That's means the White Hats are winning. Yeah, use that for the MP3. And you're a White Hat. Look at your White Hat, dude. You are the White Hat, motherfucker. There ain't nobody gonna come to save you. It's it's us talking <laughs> well, and, and getting together and sharing information. You got uh, a White Hat on right now. Remember that you are a White Hat. Hat already, right? Yeah. So Tony, uh, my, my lucky charm uh, enjoys this MP3 hat. So uh, it's all you know tied in together. Tony says, yeah. "I don't know." This is a quote. Right. Tony says, quote, I don't know what they're going to do, what weapons they will use for World War three to, to fight World War three. But uh, cyber World War four will be fought cyber weapons is World War three. That's what we're doing right now. Because Einstein was saying 100 years ago, yeah. I don't know what weapons they're going to use. I just know that the next one after that, we're going to be, be with sticks fighting with sticks and stones because we're going to yeah. be. It's being used on us right now, y'all. Yeah. Uh, except they aren't going to. Right, I gotta let you guys go. I love you guys. I'm so glad to meet you. Thank and you. Aaron. I want to be on a stream. Hey, me and me and Leo got something working. We're not going to tell you about it yet because we're going to keep it mysterious. Right. But right. well, we got something pretty exciting coming up. Uh, and, and, hopefully, and, uh, and, and I was looking Aaron, at the comments and I like that. I want that. to bring yes. Miguel into you that. Can't right? not, you can't me in. Yes, I'm I'm in there. All right. Yeah, I was going to say I yes. want to bring Miguel yes. into that because it, the three of us would be perfect for that. And I'm thinking we could do this slot. Right yep. here on okay. the Wednesday. It's a good slot. Yeah. Have and have Miguel, me, and you, and we'll do what we were talking about. And Miguel got to see some of that in the chat. So we'll all hook up yes. later. We'll put this together, and then we'll let you guys know out there in the world. Once we have it all, all uh, hand put together and set in stone, we'll let you guys know what we're working on. But just get used it's to. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be fun not just work. serious. We're not just serious. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of things that might happen. trigger some people. But you know what? It's what we we're gonna be more ourselves. That's I'll put it that way. Control. That's just bad mojo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all.
Yo ho ho. A pirate's life for me. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Aaron. Gratitude. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you you guys soon. Cool, cool. Enjoy. So yeah, I was that was the, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here because I was going to tell you. Did you see that stuff we were talking about in the chat? Yeah. Because uh, I, I think you. I don't. I don't go really along with that. some of them. Um, I'm. I've yeah. got this uh, particular personal triggering with the word shaman, uh, and I've got personal <laughs> things with raw and everything else. But at the same right. time, I'm very open minded. In the majority of things, we do have this resonance and we do agree. So I look beyond. Well, uh, you know what you to understand about the shaman is have. it's just a title. It's a priestly title. It's just a word that they use for their priest, right? Exactly. And and they have different practices, right? Yeah. I learned a lot about uh, Native American shamanism as I was growing up. Before I, I knew that I was five percent native, it still. Oh just wait, was he's Native wrong. American. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah, right. What? <laughs> yeah, well, not just. I should say native or indigenous because it's not indigenous. just in America, right? Indigenous. Because it's 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 not. Nobody's just native. Actually, everybody in America came here from somewhere else. Just depends on when. The Chinese right. came to South America earlier through the Polynesians. Right. Uh, then we've got the American North American uh, Indians that came through the Bering Peninsula. Right. Then we've got others that came in from the Vikings up through Greenland and everything else. Right. And they didn't Absolutely. stick around. They just found out there's nothing here. We can't rob or burn anything. So fuck it. Let's go home. And it's cold as it is at home because they were up in the north, right? They didn't exactly. make it far south. Well, some of them did. They made it to Arizona, and they were like, "This is a desert over here. That's shit." They made it to Lake Tahoe. Vikings in Arizona. We still, yeah, we still have a. If you go to Lake Tahoe right now, the that literally borders California and Nevada. Yeah. Uh, on the California side of Lake Tahoe, there's actually a place that they actually call Valhalla, where the Vikings actually built a fort right up on the base of. Um, of, uh, that that of, place uh, would look like Valhalla to them because it, it's pretty paradise compared to what they were coming from. Think about Lake Tahoe. It's blue. It's beautiful. So they called it Valhalla and they created it and it's still there to this day. You can go and look at it. And it was a Viking lodge that was built thousands of well, years ago. I, I don't know. I mean, if, if there's a heaven or if there's a or if there's not, if I can choose a place to stay for all eternity, I built it. Um, I'm, I don't want to leave this. You, you can just leave, let me and my soul just be here and then haunt my own little house for the rest. Of, I'm, I'm good. Um, because right. I, yeah, we talked know, about that before. And Miguel was actually uh, uh, kind of showed me his, his uh, uh, backyard there, the garden. And he was like, this is bliss, bro. And this is the place. <laughs> if I could pick something to be for eternity, just like he just said. So he's not kidding you guys. because He said this before. So this is legit. He's like, my, my garden is on right my channel. Uh, one of my videos is yeah. the, the panorama of the garden. So yeah, go on to my channel, Pena Perspective on YouTube, uh, and you'll be able to see it. I need to upload more stuff onto Rumble. Um, but it didn't get as much traction as, as YouTube. That's why I'm kind of focusing there. But uh, right. this is all, all new for me. I've only been doing this for about a year and a half. So I'm still growing. Right. Well, and look at Tony says, I wish I had teaching teaching from teachers uh, with real knowledge like you guys. Well, where do you think we got this stuff from? We, we just did it. We're learning it. Other people uh, teaching us when we were younger, right? We Lots of things. libraries, many, many books, and not yeah. that much fun time. Right. I mean, the, we're the nerds that put in the time. Ariel said that she's nerd and proud of it. Right. She was a proud nerd. Right. She said that in the in the chat earlier. Yeah. Uh, and so it literally those of us who are nerds, um, we end up do, looking this stuff up. I was one of the cool kids in school, but I still did everything nerdy. So I never figured out why they thought I was cool. Right. Because I was one of the nerds, but everybody thought I was cool. For some reason, uh, I was considered one of the cool guys and I was just well, a stoner. I, I created my cool aura. Um <laughs> Why? Because I was uh, 
you know, I grew up in, in Guthrie and they always used to say, oh, go play with the wetbacks over there because of my last name. Right. Um, so <clears throat> I right. studied because my dad told me my job is to work and feed the family and your job is to study and, and get good grades and be something later on. So I took that to heart. Um, I was always in the library because we traveled like crazy. But uh, after the financial collapse of 82 in 86, we finally moved to Dallas. And I said, well, I'm not going to be known as that you know, little geeky nobody, I'm going to do the rebel-y stuff that everybody else did. And so I started smoking, drinking and skipping school and, and staying up late and doing all the stuff that, you know, I enjoy and that sort of shit. And I started hanging around with a lot more fun people, but I continued being a geek just, you know, when everybody else went to sleep because they were drunk, I'd go in and read some more books on, oh, yeah. the 37 alien races that were uh, 27 stories down in under uh, the base in, in Arizona. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Let's find out more about that. This is all before <laughs> the that rabbit hole. Yeah. And well, that's you know, all the I took philosophy 101 and the, my teacher, the professor explained uh, the bug that some of us get. And it's in it's the Greek word philosophy is actually tells the story of that philosophy. The word actually translates to the love of knowledge or the knowledge of love. So what happens to some of us on this planet is that we get that bug, the love of knowledge. And because of that, well, like Miguel, every chance you get when you're alone, you're, you're looking something up because you want to know everything. You're that guy that wants to get to the end of the Internet and they go, you know, everything you've reached the end of the Internet. There's nothing more to learn. That's I have students call me Professor book. Google because anytime yeah. they ask me a question, I had the answer. Because yeah. I had to be the Internet before the Internet. And now right. I feel irrelevant. Called me because... Professor Precise because not only did I know everything, but I also had to articulate everything precisely the way it was supposed to be articulated. <laughs> things are a specific way. It's not just PBGB everything. You know, the right? things are the way they are. <laughs> it's the way so, it is. So, right. Yeah. Denise, I thought getting those two on Aaron, as soon as I saw them, we could probably pull if Jacob, if you're still out there and want to come on and play brother, let me know. You're Jump still on in Jacob. He's always four of us would have been too many, but three is good. So Jacob, if you're there, uh, if you're out there still, give me a holler and I'll send you a link uh, to get in brother. He's probably off doing something else now. Maybe I should well, just send he, it to him. Anyway, right? He's got uh, music and, and other things that he's got. He, his channel's running, but he jumps in and out and everything else. He's kind right, of right. Uh, so he's uh, probably on the air right now. Himself, right? He's probably watching this one and doing something else and, you know, open up a bottle and, you know, that that's just ADHD. We do that. We, we do various things at the same time. And, and, and yes, Tony, Tony says, this is a great way to segue right here. And three is a magic number. Yes. Why three, is three the magic number three, six and nine. And what is the power behind three? Three is you, Tony. It's me, Miguel. It's Denise. It's Ariel. It's everyone on the earth that is a human being. The three energy comes from us. We generate that energy. So the three in that energy is important to us because it is our creation. It is us controlling the matrix and creating this. We are the co-creators. Yeah. We cannot be dependent on others. We need to create our own reality. We can't go, oh, somebody else told me that that's going to be beautiful. And so I'm going to go after somebody else's dream. That's somebody else's dream. Right. Find yours, create yours, make your reality. We are co-creators of this reality. And that's the message that Jesus was trying to teach and everyone else. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read to you. I read this to the guys yesterday All and right. I didn't do it on air. I don't think, but I'm going to read to you. Uh, this was written in the year 604 BCE. <coughs> okay. So we're looking at 600 years before, before Jesus Christ. Christ was born. Okay. And it was written, it was written down uh, because of a man and his name is Lao Zhi. 
and he's a Chinese philosopher, Lao Chi. Lao Chi, that's a good Lao one. Chi, that you know it, right? Yeah. So I've, I've he, he, the story is he Ching. He's yeah, and it, yeah, it's actually said uh, uh, Tao Chi, right? Tao Chi is his formal name, right? Not Lao Chi. It's Tao Chi, but we, but oh. they know him okay. as Lao Chi. But okay. for some reason, it's T A U, not L A U, and so there's something with the L and the T that changes, like a higher. Um, like, but that would be the know. difference in Mandarin. I studied Mandarin for about. That's a year what I'm saying. Half. I think it's just kind of the difference in the yeah. Mandarin as, a, as opposed to the Cantonese, the, right? The Pinyin and which yeah. is, uh, you know, they're the, the the mainland Chinese version of it. Then you've also yeah. got the Taiwanese version, which is closer to the original and that sort. Of, so there are some those little. Um, alphanumeric numbers really don't mean much. It's the essence of the name, how it, it sort of comes yes, out. Yes, Tony knows. Tao Te Ching. Yes, you do know. That's the book. Okay, so yeah. here's the quote, right? right go ahead. So when the guy was when he was leaving the city, he said to the gate man, please open the gate and I'm leaving. I heard the story that he was leaving because he was going to die, but I also heard the story he was just leaving the city. So that's not really important, the, the semantics of whether he was going out to, the, to die or he was just going to the market or the next town. Either way, he says to the gate man, please open the gate. I'm leaving. And he says, you know, sire, your 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 wisdom is needed here. Please tell me your wisdom. So before you leave, so that I know your wisdom. And he said this to him. I have this written down here. Let me get my glasses. Let me get my reading glasses, my bifocals. I have to do this to look down my nose. Right. So let me get my, my reading glasses on so I don't have to look down my nose so much. And I'll read this to you. Okay. So you're getting old, Leo. I, uh, 54, brother. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he says, this is, again, a 604 BCE, the philosopher, uh, Tao Chi, he says this to the guy. He who looks will not see it. He who listens will not hear it. He who gropes will not grasp it. The formless non-entity, the motionless source of motion, the infinite essence of of spirit is the source of life. Spirit is life. 600 years, 604 years before Jesus Christ was even born. Walls form a support, walls form and support a room, yet the space between the walls is most important. A pot form of clay is, yet the space in the pot is most useful. Action is caused by force of nothing on something, just as the nothing of spirit is the source of all form. One suffers great affliction because one has a body. Without a body, what affliction could one suffer? When one cares more for the body than his own spirit, one becomes the body and loses the way of the spirit. The self the spirit creates illusion. The delusion of man is that reality is not an illusion. One who creates an illusion and makes them more real than reality follows the path of the spirit and finds the way to heaven. See, I, that's one of the reasons I don't finish my book. Because right. the more I research and the more I find out, the more I found out that I'm not new at any of this. They've already written this and, and it's it's basically why the fuck am I writing it? Just read somebody else's shit. Yeah, because um, it's already there, right? I did the same thing because I'm writing a book called The Way. And guess what? That is the book that <laughs> Tao Te Ching means the way. 
So that guy, 604 years before Christ, wrote a book called The Way, and it's exactly, I've read it, it's exactly what I was writing in my book of the way the universe works, and it's the same yeah. that Law of One talks about. And you're talking the about the Law of One, and I'm going, oh, yeah, that's okay. Oh, all right. And, and I'm talking about the, the, uh, the quantum the multiverse and the fact that we yeah. are all energy, and this is just you know some kind of figment of our imagination. Oh, yeah, but that's already been written about by five different books and everything else, and I'm going, oh, shit. I want to do something new, but there is nothing new under the sun, I guess. Um, Every story that's time. ever been told and ever could be told has already been told. Every song that has ever been able to be sung has already been sung. Agreed. Uh, it's see, just, that, that's that's you know, part of the quantum multiverse, because anything yeah. that will that can potentially happen has happened in one of those multiverses. Right. And all times exist at the same time. So all the things that are to happen, have happened, have already happened, whether right. they be future, past or present. Yeah. Uh, because they're all in the same flux. There is no reality of a continuity of time. It's just one big fucking rainbow. Well, and, and the only difference that, that happens is, like, uh, for a perfect example of, of that, is these talent shows like The Voice and America's Got Talent or whatever, Europe's Got Talent, yeah. whatever country you're in. Because what they do now is they're, these people are taking a rendition of a song or they're doing a rendition of a song and they're putting their own spin on the song. So they're taking a song that's already been sung and they're making it their own and it completely changes the song. But isn't, because, isn't that you know what, I mean? what this reality is about? But that's, what taking- that's the beauty of it because that's what it's about to have a different experience. Even if you've already experienced everything there is, it's always different if you change something. Because the, the, experience your because experience, experience is only your experience. No one has gone through those particular right. things. Nobody has had those influences to be able to adjust what your future actions will be. Right. So only you can be you. And there are millions of versions of you that made slightly different decisions along your life to where they are completely different individuals than what you are right now. But they are all you at the same time. And at the same time, I am you because you live this reality in another perspective. Why? Because this is a different perspective of the same reality. We are God uh, yep. seeing his creation yep. from a more uh, particular perspective. Right. You know what? And that's actually one of the gospel. One of the Gnostic gospels talks about that because the creator is creating everything all the time. And the only people that can see and admire the creation is us. Because right? to him, it's all one one big quantum mess. He sees right. everything. Yeah. So the, the so beauty when he, when of he creates it, bird he sing. sees it and says, I like it. It's cool. Just like, you know, let there be light. Oh, hey, you know what? That kind of reminds me of me. I think we'll keep it. <laughs> right well the the let there be light because that's the beginning that's the big bang um and yeah. that's where my book starts off right god said let there be light and um, then i go explain the quantum uh particular of wave and, and particle realities and the the gravitational effects and and i get into the whole quantum multiverse and everything else and i go breaking down the energy flows t- being slowed down over time as we right. become more dense uh, in that energy. And so at one point it breaks down. It's no longer quantum mechanics. It becomes chemistry. Where right. is that energy flow through that chemistry? And so I had to f- try and find out where that was. And chemistry leads into biology. And that's where I got into uh, Dr. Lipton because he was uh, studying the, the cells of the nuclei, uh, the nuclei of the cells. And so he was making different uh, dis- uh, discoveries about biology of cells which is very enlightening. pH is very important to your body. Yes. Um, Then we get into the psychology because after biology, we've got this, then we got the mind that's controlling our actions. So it's psychology, sociology, spirituality, and boom, it's 
all one big mess. And the only thing that really matters is you take care of you so you can take care of your family and your friends. And that is what matters. And so I went through this entire 50 year or 42 years search for truth and meaning in life to find out that what my grandparents were telling me when I was seven was the secret. Right. Be good. You do you. Yeah. You do you well. Okay. We don't need more than that. Holy shit. I wasted 42 fucking years. Now I'm well, too old to take you know, advantage. You know what? No, bro, in like honesty, book so that other people can learn from the shit that I already learned. Well, see, here's, here's the, here's the truth of that. And you're absolutely right. And, and I got this from Marie Osmond. Her mother told her this, right? She said to her daughter, we spend the second half of our lives fixing all the things that were done to us in the first half of our lives. So it's going to take us, like you said, I spent 42 years. That's because the first half of your life, you were being brutalized by society and the machine and you didn't know it. And you were trying to, and you figured it out. And then you were like, well, how do I stop this? And so you were caught up trying to learn everything, play catch up. And then become more aware of what's happening to yourself so you can get to the point where you are today. So what happens is it takes us a little bit longer because we're going through that whole process to then start figuring it out and realize what grandma and grandpa told us was so simple and it was the secret. <laughs> See, the <laughs> right? thing is that there's, it, the reason that I can actually understand and enjoy what my grandparents told me simply back then is because I understand the profundity of what's behind it. Um, because of the fact that, okay, be good. Yeah. But what, oh yeah. But there's a larger essence. There's yeah. a, re, there's a, there's a, a wheel. That you create with existence itself. We yeah. cannot be angry at the people that did things to us. Why? Because that's them. That's not us. And if we are angry at them, we are propagating the pain that they put onto us, which is what the demons want anyway. And what right. we have to understand is that the pain that we lived through was something that, turned us into a better version of ourselves. We can work through that and, and look past that and use the pain as a growing tool to be yep. better individuals, to be more loving individuals, to be more caring and understanding of others. I mean, I wouldn't know half the people that I know if I didn't drink and smoke. Right. You know, if, I, if I was, right. a, you know, some stock up self-righteous motherfucker going, oh, y'all going to hell. Fuck you. I wouldn't be a very good person. But the fact that I smoke cigarettes, I can understand the device. The, uh, the fact that I drink now, I can't get down into that because I know that cigarettes are going to kill me. Okay? Right. And I know that if I drink too much, my grandfather died of, uh, of uh, liver cancer. So right. I know that shit's not good. However, it's allowed me to be able to understand people from their perspective. Getting yeah. down to their level to be able to contact, uh, connect with them and be able to have that resonance to where you can actually send the message through without a game being blocked off by, Oh, this is another Bible banger. I'm not going to listen to a damn I'm thing. Not listen. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but you know, though, I want to, I want to agree with what, because Denise said, I wish I knew now, or I wish I knew then what I know now, but, and she's saying that just as you were saying, just as you were saying, you needed all of that stuff to happen to you then so to that you could you. be here now and know what you know now. So it was apropos that she had said that right when you were literally saying that, so he answered your question or your statement, and, and he was absolutely right. It is all those things, the accumulative effect of all the things that happened to us that drove us to be literally here right now in this chat talking to one another. Had we not gone through the experiences we went through, we wouldn't be in this room listening to Miguel and I or talking True. to all of us like we're doing. So it is literally that is why. That you came, that you're, that you're at, where you're at. And then Tony answered you with, that's a good point. 
right? That's a good point. But see, and that, that's the said, deeper yeah, understanding. Thank you, Miguel. Right? But see, that's <laughs> yeah. the deeper. Uh, first of all, uh, Denise already added me on Facebook. Uh, Tony, I don't know if you've uh, added me, but uh, you go ahead because. Dude, the things you've been talking about in this chat are on spot. You're our spot. Yeah, on, no so. joke. When when he when he first turned up on, on my show, I was like, Tony, you got to keep coming back. And he says, I'm gonna keep coming back. I like the stuff you talk about. I'm like, and I knew. Wait till we get Miguel on here. Wait till we get Aaron on here. You guys haven't seen him yet. Some of you, right? So yeah, see, he said he'll for sure do that. Thanks, man. Cool. Be waiting yeah. for it. Um, and and yeah, th- these these are things that that are, are deeper comprehension. For example. Um, you know, one of the things that Jacob likes is that I, I don't necessarily just focus on, on the Bible. I've got the Mayan prophecies. Uh, I've got right, the Chinese prophecies and, and, and I've studied the Vedic texts and I've studied yep. the, the, the Viking mythology and Viking yep. lore and everything else. And it all comes together in one big fucking Sure picture. does, doesn't it? Uh, and yeah. one of the things that I liked about the Chinese and Oriental things are, are the, the chi, the flow of energy, the right. acupuncture, the acupressure. Yeah. When I was nine, I was studying acupressure. And, and those things are, are incredible. They knew the essence of how energy flows through the body way back then. And it's yeah. incredible. <clears throat> way more. It took us Western society up until the 21st century, I think, really, to, uh, to grasp it. I don't, think, uh, I don't think even in the 19th century it was too prevalent here in the West. So you're right. I mean, they've known this for thousands of years back there. Uh, the further but they, east you but go. They have this, but I still think it's a superficial understanding. It, it wasn't as deep because um, so whatever. I mean, uh, there are five different uh, religions, let's say, or belief systems that were created uh, in the, the Oriental cultures and everything else. Uh, the Tao being one of them, I've read that, and it makes a lot of sense, but it works. Uh, for small communities. Whenever you expand it yeah. to a population of 7.5 billion on the planet, it breaks yeah. down. Yeah. The majority of these things break down whenever you put them into larger contexts that are outside of their uh, immediate logical uh, capabilities at that time. You know, and even something that does not break even, down yeah. is Christ's word. That right. works in all situations. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Well, that's because he was that hero figure. He was that savior figure uh, in, in the latest one. Right. He's I mean, a that figure. Is, he's a man. He's a real man. Right. That's the thing. Because if you weren't a real man, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because if it's just figures, then, hey, let's all just try and evolve. And, and maybe in our next life, we'll be a little bit better. That's not what it's about. No, it's agreed. About giving, it's That's, about yeah. giving it all up here in this uh, realm and being something better now. Yep. Not waiting. And, for and the way on. to do that is to look inside yourself. And that's what Jesus was telling us. The way through the way to heaven is through me. And he didn't mean. You we are the his teachings means we are the heart. Temple. Yeah, are the you temple. are the temple. And yep. If we allow the spirit in us to, to, to dwell within us, we will dwell with the spirit. And it, it influences the things that we do. It influences our thought processes. It influences the way that we communicate with the, other people. The company we keep, the attitude we have, everything changes. My brother and I talk about that because when you start bringing that up, like you said earlier, people start going, oh, he's hitting me with the religion book again. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but the truth is, you know, the truth is, if you accept the, so it doesn't have to be Christianity, but if you accept that there is an energy source in the universe that could be the collective consciousness of all of us that is in a holy way, in a good way, being very positive in the universe and not label it a God, it's still the same energy and it's still the same thing what's going on. So if you have, it makes you feel comfortable to say, well, I'm not worshiping or thinking about a God. Uh, per se, I'm thinking about the collective consciousness of the universe. Uh, same thing, anyway. <laughs> um, the collective consciousness. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but the fact is, but there's 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 something. Um, 
Satan knows about the existence of God and he accepts the existence of God. And it's not a faith thing. It's a knowledge thing because he was there when the earth was created. Okay. So he knows all that shit and he just actively denies it. And he wants everybody else to deny it as well. Uh, acknowledging the existence of a sovereign God, that's just the beginning of race right. knowledge. You know, right. that this isn't an, an existential reality that it is this material re, uh, reality that means nothing. And when we're dead, we're dead and nothing else matters. No, right. we have to go beyond that. And so when we understand that there is a creator God, a universal God, an, an overarching one God that created all. Great. That's an ex excellent first step. But it's also not the answer. Why? Because we did a lot of shit that needs to get paid for. And it yeah. needs to get recycled. And it needs to get right. Back. And unless we actually admit to the things that we do, burn it off ourselves and say, we give this to you. I'm going to be more like you because more like me is a piece of shit. And I've done too much bad garbage in my life. So I'm going to be less like me and more like you. And that is when we become better. That's when we can actually right. be saved. I mean, right. we, we, Tony we was saying, uh, I, I wish like Michael Lindale. <clears throat> right. Tony says, I, I struggle with this and I, I've been seeking and reading, watching all kinds of stuff, hidden knowledge, but I don't feel that I'm able to share it like you guys. Well, you're only 29, right? So, well, holy uh, shit, he's got yeah. a lot of information for 29. Holy crap. Right. And so, yeah, so Tony's only 29, but, um, you know, but Tony, you got right, another 30 years, but 20 years to, to get here. Don't worry. That's, you're, that's you're important, right? so, yeah. I'm 54. When I was 29, bro, I wasn't talking like this. I kind of was because I was like you. I was to the point I where was. I was learning. Right. And I was kind of talking like this, but I wasn't as awake as I am now. So, it, you know, you're only 29. By the time you're 35, 40, you're going to find yourself doing exactly what we're doing. Because if you continue doing what you're doing, you just have to learn how to, when you get all that stuff in your head, like Miguel said earlier, there's, they come at us, and Aaron did too, they come at us in so many different ways that it's so confusing. They hope that we don't understand anything that's going on. The knowledge of the universe and the secret to the universe is the same way. It literally is in front of us all the time, and you can't see it because it's coming at you from everywhere. Eventually, when all of that becomes clear, it takes a while. You're only 29, and like she said, uh, Denise said, so lucky that you're already knowing what you know at 29. I wish I did then. Right. And she says, I'm 34 and, you know, and, and above her years. So she actually knows that at 34, she's far more advanced than most people would be at 34. So she's lucky Absolutely. that way. And you at 29 are further advanced than most people at 29. So you're lucky that way. So so and, and the point of the exercise is. Guys like myself and Miguel, we took longer to get where we are, and the next generation, we hope, you know, it didn't takes take me long. I was uh, by the time I was 23, I was pretty much as awake as what I am not right now. Um, what took me the, the next 25 years was actually trying to figure out what the fuck to do with all that knowledge and trying <laughs> to fit into a world that doesn't accept you. Yeah, and I think that's where Tony's in right now. He's at that place, and that's where I was too. Because you know the stuff, but you don't know how to get it out there because you're like, how do I Nobody wants to listen because they're no still wants to listen. in the yeah. lizard brain. They're still on red level. Yep. Yep. They don't so, want to evolve to a blue or to yeah. a green. You know, the green is, is the respect and responsibility. Uh, I'm talking about Maslow's pyramid. Um, yes. Sorry, I've, I've got a, uh, an acolyte that, that I'm, I'm using uh, those. And, and Maslow's pyramid is, is a great um, visual representation of the evolution of our personal consciousness. 
of right. what our goals and, and ideals and might actually be. So, you know, we see a lot of people on the red level to where they're, they're, they're surviving. They're, you know, they're, they're screwing around. They're, they're doing the things, the base level, the lizard brain. Uh, and then you get into the orange to where you're, you're sustainable and, and you're able to pay your own bills and you're able to take care of yourself a little bit more without as much uh, fear. And then you've got the yellow level, which is more of a social and family. And because you're stable, you can take care of others. And so you start going up. And as you take care of others, others start uh, seeing the things that you do and the things that you've done and you get you get credit and you get responsibility and you get recognition and that's green level. And most yeah. people stop there thinking that that's the end all be all, yet they haven't because we need to go to the blue level, which is that self um, awareness, finding out what your personal destiny is and going after it. And then that is the ultimate motivation because nobody's going to hold you down because it's your dream. It's your destiny. It's your raison d'être. Right. Right. And you know, and the, the truth of it is that um, to reiterate that more over and to talk about what they're talking about in the, in the chat. Um, yes. And I wanted to say that, and Tony said, Tony called it out right here. Uh, that those are all the same chakra centers as well. well. So we, we use different colors body. to try and, and uh, represent different things. So colors can be uh, skewed. Um, but I don't know if, if Maslow actually used the chakra colors. But now that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah when you were going through the, the colors chakra, and saying the yellow. chakra is the one in the, in the pelvic. And the that's blue red. chakra is the brain chakra. Yeah, the, so, the one, so red is the, is the one that's the first one. And then it goes yellow, orange. And then it goes um, bl a green, blue, green, or green, blue, and then indigo, and then purple. Okay. And you were going right up the stage. You were going right as you're going up the pyramid. So he yeah, did those, have that's that. That's basically the evolution of colors in a rainbow, anyway. I mean, yeah, well, it is. That's why. That's why that's the chakra points because it's the colors of the rainbow. It's the progression of the colors in the spectrum. Yeah. And and it starts with red. If you look, or sometimes it's the other way. No, purple's at the top. Red's at the bottom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So infrared so, is is below that, but and then gamma and that sort of shit. Um, right, and that yeah. stuff's actually there. We just can't see it, and it's in because we have extended chakras as well that go out further than that. That we well, that, actually that uh, well, the extended chakra is our soul because this this yes. meat suit that we're in yes. is actually a, an interference pattern of our soul with this material quantum multi-dimensional realm, three-dimensional realm, um, and so the the body is just an interference pattern. That soul, what we see is, is larger. Our soul is out. It's not, our soul isn't inside our body. Our soul is outside our body. Our body right. is inside our soul. And you can tell by, and she's talking about the energy of people, you could tell by people's aura, right? You know, it, and your aura, it, the bigger your aura is, like the higher level, like they say, Jesus Christ had an aura of 18 feet. <laughs> right? Think about people how big the normal person's aura is about a foot to two feet. And Jesus Christ had 18 feet on either side of him, all the way around. Well, mine's not foot two, circumference. I'd say two, maybe three feet. Yeah, mine. right. But uh, that's uh, about average. When normal, we're two to three feet, right? And he, okay. Jesus Christ, was eighteen feet. That's insane. Well, that's uh, six times. Uh, anyway, but yeah, right. There was a non-believer that touched his. Right. Bow. Think about that now. Hold on. Don't, I don't want. I want. I want to put the weight of that. We're three. Jesus is six. <laughs> the three plus the six becomes the nine, which is the God number. Mm -hmm. And then the nine plus the three becomes what? The 12. 12. Yeah. So then which we become the one. One plus two is three or 13. That becomes one. And that's the one, the zero point. Right. And that's the part that people get lost. How do you jump from 12 to 13 to one? Because the 12 apostles 
and Jesus was the center, and yeah. that's the 13th or the one. That's why in Michael Crichton's book, he called it the 13th warrior. It was the same thing. He was the he was the savior of the group that held them together. If you read the book, you realize that Ahmed became the hero character because he didn't believe in mysticism when they were fighting the Vendo. And he was like, it's a man. And so he was not afraid of them where everybody else was kind of afraid because they thought it was some spooky demon. And he was like, it's just a man. And he was just murdering the guys, right? And he turned the tide of the war and they beat the Vendo because he was not afraid where the rest of them had this mystical beast that they were afraid of. And it was just... Um, you know, uh, it was somebody, the way they portrayed it in there, it was uh, inbreeding, right? And because of that, they had Down syndrome, so their faces looked weird. And they were like, it's the mating of a man and some beast. He's like, it's just a man. <laughs> right? Well, it, it, so, it's like, uh, but it, it's also this. I mean, uh, the Israelites were supposed to go into Canaan, and they said, but we're like crickets to them because yeah. they were giants. They were huge. And they were afraid. The thing is that when you're with God, there's nothing to be afraid of because it, they're all resonance patterns anyway. And he can just go and they're all gone. Right. Okay. So your, your strength doesn't lie in you. It lies in him acting through you. Correct. And you have to allow that. See, you have to remember that, that if you, li if you listen to the, to the story of Jesus, Jesus was the voice of God, the word of God. And the, the word. word of God was logos. That word translates into modern English as love. So you're accepting love into your heart by accepting Jesus into your heart. That's the sacred heart that is Jesus. That's a station. That's a, a beatitude in the Catholic religion where there's a station where it's the sacred heart. And it's Jesus with his heart on his chest. And that means he's open so much that his heart is there for everyone to see. So it's not literally sticking out of his body, but no, it's, it's, but it's a big ass heart. It is. Yeah. So uh, when, but I want to go back to Jesus, Tony's comment um, because I, I just wanted to comment on that again. The one, um, one, we're, we're not humans having a spiritual experience. We're spirits having a human experience. Exactly. We right. are not of the earth. We are in the earth. Okay. Right? We are from somewhere else. <laughs> Cheryl says, I am so late. God bless you. <laughs> no worries. You're, you're just two and a half hours in, so you'll have lots to, to recap. You'll have a lot of lots to recap. We've been yeah. all over the place right? tonight. Yeah. I definitely, uh, Errol says, I definitely say I have an angel in my left ear uh, on the earth, and, and he's, what's this, and his God's strongest soldier, right? Well, there so, we go. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, that's the truth of it. We And that gets back to what Miguel was saying before, where you have, you know, you have these two little guys on each shoulder that we know about the red and the white. And one, and it's whatever whatever the wolf you feed is the one that's going to to gain in strength and, and, uh, and lead you more. So you have to make that choice. Am I going to be a good person or an evil person, which you can listen to? Am I going to listen to my ego and be egoic the rest of my life and be all about the pain body? Or am I going to listen to the little angel on the other shoulder who's telling me good things and become more spiritual and help people and love people. Right. I mean, there is no, there's one that's cut or dry. Am I right? But uh, one gives you immediate pleasure and the other one, the pleasure is a little bit further off. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And see, that's, that goes back to the analogy of the force talking about the dark side. And it was, that's exactly what they were talking about in that, uh, in that little discussion that the e, that the dark side is easier, faster, more seductive. Because you get results, instantaneous results now, but it burns you out. It's just like Miguel said before, when you're, when you're burning the candle at both ends, you're burning fast and bright, uh, then you, then you burn out faster. 
Right. And then, and then it was somebody in the crowd said it's better to burn out than to fade away. And I was laughing. That was the Kiergan. Uh, was yeah, the, that was, that, uh, that was, um, the, the guy from Nirvana. And, well, but, that, but it came from the, back in 1981 from the movie. Um, no, the quote oh, was God. from Kurt Cobain. Uh, no, no. Kurt Cobain uh, took that from a movie that was in 1981. Kurt Cobain in the 90s wrote that, and okay. it wasn't Kurt Cobain who invented that. In right. the movie uh, Highlander, back there in, in the, the 80s, the Kiergan, that was his name, he was from the steppes of Russia, and he was one of the, he was the evil uh, uh, person who was uh, um, uh, immortal. And okay. he was killing all the other immortals to gain the power. And it was came down to a conflict between good and evil. And the evil guy was huge. He was, you know, uh, six foot eight. Because he had already six, sucked the energy out of so many others. Right. And then the good guy was just a, he was a smaller, just a white guy, skinny, thin. And you're thinking there's no way he's going to beat this, this big guy. And he had a, he had the Japanese katana and the Kiergan had this big Viking cleaver. Right. And uh, so when it comes down to it, of course, at the end, well, uh, well, he says that when they're in a church, that's hollowed ground, right? So it can show up. Both sides can show up in a church, and they can't fight there because it's hol- it's holy ground. So they can't fight no matter what when they're in the church. So he goes to the church to taunt the good guy, right? And and then uh, uh, he says, when he's leaving, the priest says something to him about this is a house of worship because he was laughing and being all uh, grabbed the priest by his arm and was twisting his arm to where it hurt. He was looking at him. He like, doesn't care. Right. And when he gets ready to leave, he turns around and he says to the whole church, I've got something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. And that actually uh, was written um, before that from um, who was that British metal band that sang Pour Some Sugar on Me? I can't think of their name right now. They actually poison. said that in one of their songs as well. Pour so Some I'm Sugar not sure on where Me was the poison. quote came from, huh? Pour some sugar on me was poison. That was in the nineties. No, 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 it wasn't poison. It was uh, it was the English band. Okay, uh, let me grab some water. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay, I gotta grab the phone real quick because my bro. I still can't remember the name. It wasn't Kurt Cobain, but he did say that in his uh, suicide letter. But that wasn't his quote. He didn't invent that. Def Leppard was the British band. Def Leppard had it in one of their songs as well, but I think that came out after the movie. So I don't know. Uh, in the, but the movie came out um, in, uh, in 1982 or something like that, 1983. So, so that was before Kurt Cobain. Yeah, he was wasn't poison. It was Def Leppard. I forgot. I just said I just said Def Leppard. You were too far off camera. You couldn't hear yeah, it. You I, know, I, I heard Def it because it's, it's right here in the kitchen. So I heard part of it. Oh, yeah, okay. Def Leppard. That was a band. I went to three of their rock concerts. Those guys rocked. They were pretty badass. So... So they so they said it, but it was in that movie. The Kiergan says it in the first movie in 1982. So uh, so, but you know, it's weird how there's quotes and they keep getting going on and no one knows where they came from. And some people think that so and so said it, and then you go, you find out that they quoted it from somebody else, right? And that happens. And so it's not it's a good line, right? Uh, and I saw a guy. This is funny. I saw a guy that um, had a tattoo on him done in runes that went from one shoulder to the next shoulder. And I could read, I'm, uh, I'm fluent in, in Elder Futhark, right? So I can read it and I can write it. And so I'm looking at him and I look at his thing and I'm like, what does that say? And I read it and it says, it's better to burn out than to fade away in Viking runes tattooed from one shoulder to the other. And I was like, now that's pretty badass. 
No, exactly. It would be something that would be from 1500 years ago. And we figure out that maybe somebody in the Sumerians said something similar to that and, and that sort of thing. Right. It all you never goes know, back right? to yeah. back and back and further back and, and well, here's again, when you were talking about how all the stuff comes together, when you read all the Gospels from around the world, Jesus Christ said, the way to heaven is through me. Thoth, uh, 250 years prior to Jesus, said, or maybe a little bit longer, because I think it was actually, no, Thoth, because he said he was from Atlantis. So we're talking a thousand years before Jesus was born. Thoth says the way to heaven is through the center of the earth. And Jesus was, was at that point telling the same story. It means the same thing. And the the why is that? The because it's That's the center of you. About. It's the center of you. That's mm -hmm. where the gravitational pull of the universe is on our planet. It goes to the center of the planet. That's the zero point. Because why? The planet is actually alive. So it has an, a, a field that is the sixth energy because it's nature. And that's why the Jesus energy is the six energy because Jesus is the, the uh, uh, supposedly, I don't know this, but I've heard this, that the personality of the Milky Way that is alive and thinking is Jesus Christ. Um, the entire um, Milky Way is Jesus Christ. No, sorry. Um, I've, I've got to put a little kibosh on that one. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> the universe itself was made by Jesus. This universe does well, not. That, that's this, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Not just, but the personality not just the, of the Milky, Milky Way. Is, Milky but Way. The entire this universe. In, this entire yeah. universe. In order for there to be free will, there had to exist mercy. Yes. And God had a conversation with his kid. He said, "You want to do this, but Daddy, I want to see what people. Are. Okay, fine, but you're going to have to pay for it. You know, right. you want a dog, you got to clean clean up his poop. You're, you're going to have to feed him." Right. Yeah, Dad, I want some pets. I, I I like some puppies. You know. So in order to do that. God used Christ, the word, to right. create this reality. Yep. It took billions of years for us to get to the point where we're at, but we're all part of the plan. And yep. he knew exactly how it was going to come to the end. That's why he told us about the mark. That's why he told us to avoid it. That's why he told yep. us to avoid being dependent on society. That's why yep. he keeps telling us to be strong in ourselves, not to point out other people's defects, but to look at our own because yep. we need to fix ourselves before we fix anybody else. Because, because you can't we are love the, the universe before, and, and you have to love yourself first. So you have to fix your own stuff so that you can then love you. And then by doing that, you can forgive yourself and the rest of the universe and you can love the universe like you love yourself. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. It, That's it's the plan. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're about. Right. But now it's who who owns more toys when they're dead, right? That's, that's what well, that's the devil's input. That's the AI uh, God that is the devil. That's the input of of uh, of uh, of the the attraction of now this re conceptual reality, the prison that is well, the conceptual reality well, in your you think head. Think about the metaverse that, uh, that Zuckerberg is trying to create, to where you're going to put on your goggles and oh, all the best things that you ever wanted are going to be right here, and and you'll yep. just have to sit in this little cubicle with the glasses on <clears throat> your right. real life is going to suck but hey that metaverse reality woo that's going to be freaking awesome well and think you about what that because literally literally that's the matrix they're they're moving you into that box and you're sitting in there when putting on the on the goggles and pretty soon they're just going to have you hook up to the back of your skull and lay in goo and be in this pod and because we'll you're warm you the and comfortable. There's nothing yeah. more comfortable than lying in a sauna, you right. know, and then you're going. 
but why they're doing regular jobs while they're in the matrix. I mean, they're not flying all flying around and then being super all over the place. I don't know. Right. <clears throat> Cause evidently people got bored of that reality. Right. And so they were willing to stay in something that was more real. Um, or the, what happens is because it, the, it takes over your life, you don't know the difference between one or the other. So if you if are born into the matrix, reality, you don't know it's a matrix. Right. If you're, yeah, and that's the, that's the, again, the mind prison. You wake up and you think that you're in reality. And the truth is, you're actually inside of a computer program now. But guess and not what? Knowing. Yeah. That's a movie, but it's not a movie. It's right. the reality that we are in. This that movie was trying to tell you your metaphor. Is. Yes. All it's of the, the Matrix oh. movies are trying to tell you through the metaphor style of telling a story that this is your reality. You're stuck in a fake, false, uh, 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 you know, prison of the mind, and you need to understand that. And once you understand it, you see the zeros and the ones and the ones and the zeros. The and rat it doesn't race. affect you. Yeah, you can see the rat race. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, many uh, movies doing the same thing that you just if you pay attention to them. You'll see that the Star Wars saga was the exact same saga. If you listen to everything they're talking about, no, I love Sith, both, of, those. both you know, of those movies changed my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And I, we were talking about that. They were all written, uh, you know, all these fabulous movies and stuff, books that were written in the 40s. Now, that was, those weren't because they were written by Lucas. So those were written in the in the 60s. Yeah. But uh, he was and, based you know, on he was basing his stuff on the the Shoguns and, yes. you know, Oriental philosophy. So, yes. yeah, a lot of the stuff was written well before. That. Absolutely. And that's why the force became the force. But it was all about the Zen. It was about the it was all about chi, yeah. But Americans couldn't understand what chi was, so they changed it to the word force, and we got that. We got we they, so they so literally he was giving us the story, like Miguel just said. The entire saga and the entire story is talking about the samurai, and that's why these guys were the samurai. They were the the bushi. So they had the lightsabers. They had lightsabers. Yeah, they had their old. Well, make me pull out my sword. lightsaber, bitch! You don't want me to use my lightsaber, right? Right. And that gave them other mystical powers as well. And that was and if you look at the ninja or the, the Shogun or the, the Bushido, all of those schools of thought were the same way with mysticism and powers that these guys did that were crazy. And people were oh, the ninja fucking that. disappeared, dude. Right. Literally. <laughs> right. It's not because they were they wore black and they blended in. No, they, they fucking had the ability shadows, to make dude. your eyes. That, that's not whole see next them. level shit. Yep. They they actually the, the there was a TV show that didn't make it very long unfortunately but it was really good uh, and there was a character in there that was like that and and the character was able to walk into a room and not be seen by anyone because they moved to where everybody's eyes would not see them no matter where the people were in the room and the person had the ability to know if I move two steps to the right right now. This person's going to turn, but they won't see me. And then if I move four steps forward right now, I can have no one see me and I'm getting closer to my target. And they didn't know that. And this person walked into the room and stole something and someone turned around and it was gone. And they went back and watched the tapes. There was eight humans standing in that room talking to one another. And one girl walks in and starts moving across the room, ducking down here, crawling there, moving here, climbing over a desk there, and doing all the stuff, and no one saw her in the room. But the video camera, which was filming the entire room, saw her, but it was too late because she got out of the whole freaking base before they realized she was even in there. Holy shit. It was beautiful, and they were like, she is literally a modern-day ninja. They definitely yep. equated that. She has the ability to make us not see her. By, by her movements. And, that comes and that's crazy because the ninja were known for that. You know, that was, and other things. That, 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 that was, was their training. Yeah. That's what they did. 
Um, I need to catch up with the, the chat. It's starting to fly. I know, around. I know. I'm looking this over is bizarre, cause, cause we've got uh, YouTube and Facebook running on here. This, this is pretty cool. Um, Did they intentionally but, do that in the movies, Denise says. Did they intentionally do that in the movies or not uh, know that they were uh, trying to tell us that? No, they were doing um, that's, they were they were telling us on purpose and they knew yeah. about it. They and, and they did that in it's, most it's predictive movies. programming. Um they tell us things before yeah. they do it so that we're prepared when it happens and we're not going, wait, wait, I I I I did think Oh yeah, aliens. I saw those in those movies and that other movie and that other yeah, that seems real. Wow, this really okay, yeah, it is possible. Yeah. Okay, so it's all predictive programming. Yeah, and, and then Tony says, I, I often think that directors can slide a meaning through a metaphor in a movie. How much do they know? Right. Well, and they do that. If you look at the uh, Marvel movies that they just made in the last 10 years, they they were every character was painted as the Jesus character. They had Spider-Man was, was the Jesus. Superman was the Jesus. So they do that with all that they had. What was the other one? Thor. Because Thor's character in real life is the same as the Jesus Christ character. He is the savior character, and he even fights the dragon of the North Sea. All right, you have Jesus who fights the serpent in the garden. But there was a battle of wits with those two. But Thor actually physically fought off the dragon. If you look at Mesopotamia and their uh, creation story, you have Marduk who fights Tiamat, the dragon. Yeah, it's the same character, the same. Yeah, savior, except we're also uh, told not champion. to worship Marduk, and we can't confuse them all as the same. And right. that's part of you know the adversary loves confusion. Yeah, loves tossing things in there so that we don't actually, <clears throat> if we don't have the the one base, they're all possible, and so we embrace them all. But uh, in reality, there's a possibility of losing it all. Um, yeah. Why? Because the adversary just wants us to believe he doesn't exist. That's his main thing. Right, and that was the best no trick evil. the devil ever pulled was to make everybody believe he didn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so people are drawn by their own base realities and, and everything else, and they lose themselves to themselves um, because they, they become more of themselves, but that's more of a destructive nature. But why? Because our base entities are essentially destructive because um, we don't have um, <clears throat> the lizard brain, the red brain, isn't necessarily uh, wise in you know, predicting things that are going to be 20, 30, 40 years out and finding out what little act you do today or word you say tomorrow will affect you 30 years from now. And so it's having that um, extended view that comes from being outside the lizard brain, from right. realizing that there's more than just that immediate hunger, right? Um, there's, you know, right. the nutrients that go behind it. There's the, you know, uh, you got the 12 hour fast thing to where you, you go through intermittent fasting. So there's more than just eating to survive. There's yes, it's absolutely necessary, but right. what you ingest, how you ingest, when you ingest and what thought processes you're going through while you're ingesting also affect that as well. Um, the, the things that you do immediately beforehand, because water has memory. And yep. so whenever you um, they've done this experiment before yep. to where you'll fill up a glass of water and you'll say lots of loving things to the water. OK, saying, you know, water, you are refreshing. You are wonderful. You are a fantastic source of nutrient and replenishment and fortitude. And you speak it into the water and the water gains those vibrations and you put those good thoughts in. Right. Right. And that's true. And, and uh, you know, you can also charge it 
by putting other things in it. That's why we do that with like. You also charge it negatively. If we eat when we're in a bad mood or we're preparing something, we're in a bad mood. We're loading all that negative energy into the food as well. Right. Because everything uses uh, the liquid and and it can be a dangerous thing. And people don't notice any of that stuff because it's it's um, it's too far above to where they've been. People are still down in the lizard level, in the red level, and so they can't actually see. Nah, that's all bullshit. That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah prove it to me. Right. Yeah. Even if we do prove it, they still don't believe it. That's okay. That's each yeah. reality. Each person is going to have their own perspective on how to do things, and each one's going to have to answer in the end for his own decisions. Uh, what you looking up? Looking up the Hollywood thing that he's talking about. What do you know about the origin of Hollywood, the name Hollywood? Oh, um, dark yeah. pagan origins, right? Yeah. Well, that's the holly, um, the wood of the woods that had holly. And holly was used as um, uh, a witch, witch's brew and that sort of thing. And so, yeah, the the plant itself, the the holly wood plant is actually used in, and in some of these cases, satanic worship from some of the stories that I've heard. Um, But yeah, it's it's all getting down some funky rabbit holes. Yeah, it's right. It is because uh, I was looking it up in the the pagan origin, it says, that uh, that exactly that the holly was used in the uh, in the uh, uh, in rituals, and it was in the in the, it was first originally uh, after the people who lived in that region, and then they turned it into a, a satanic thing, of course, by taking it from the pagans and turning it dark uh, again to to corrupt it, and they used it in their rituals, so it became uh, you know the the wood of the holly, and that was the satanic origins, and they're using that for dark purposes and dark magic and they corrupted that from the original origin i'm reading that right here as well so it goes back to the same thing it's like turning the cross upside down or turning the 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 pentacle to a pentagram uh again they took the holly then we use that like at christmas right and it's that comes from the pagans where the the holly was used as a positive thing to ward off evils and to things like that and they took that of course and used it to make poisons because holly is poisonous Yep. So if you ingest it, it'll kill you. But if you take a little teeny bit, you can have a psychedelic. It's like taking acid, right? Now, and you, know, you also we, gain resistance to it. Well, it's like, it's like tobacco, for example. Just like uh, nicotine yeah. is actually a poison to keep uh, other pests off the tobacco plant. But we have figured out that, you know, in small doses, it can actually be literally fucking addictive. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I remember when you smoke it, too. If you, uh, and and if I found this out because I used to smoke. I quit eight years ago now. It'll be eight years uh, in February that I've, I'm smoke free, but I smoke. Congratulations. Right. That was the hardest thing I ever had to quit was smoking. That's no joke. So um, because it's freaking addictive. But <laughs> like you just said, but when like when you're upset. And people who smoke when they're upset, they take they smoke their cigarette real fast because they're because they're upset. Oh, and what that does it. is the nicotine at that point has the effect of calming you down. And then when you're calm and you you're like half asleep, you take really deep inhalations. And that actually the nicotine then gives you energy and wakes you up. So the nicotine doesn't just make so you it's how we smoke it as well. How you smoke it determines what it does to you, whether it makes you tired or wakes or gives you more energy. Yeah. So that it's an so upper and a downer. Just about everything. That's why. So the problem is that it's it's a duck, double addictive. It's addictive if you want to be have it as a downer, and it's addictive if you want to have it as an upper. So it gets you and it feeds off. Yeah, of I get. I use it for both, man. I use it for both. Um, Everyone does. I did too, and I didn't know it until someone talked to me about it, and they said they explained that to me, and I was like, oh my god, that's exactly what I do. 
And they're like, everyone does that. And they don't know it. Subconsciously, you know that you get that certain fix at that whatever your emotional state is. It's your science. So it's you rewarding try it after it food. You, you take your time after eating something and have a nice, long <sighs> cigarette. And so it helps the digestion. It speeds your body up. It's like having a coffee. And people say, oh, coffee is good for digestion. Well, that's because it speeds up your body, bro. <laughs> so if you're smoking and drinking a cup of coffee after a meal, after sex, after something that's good, then you associate that in your mind with sex isn't over until I have that cigarette foods, the dinner's not over until after the dessert and I have a cigarette, right? I get up in the morning, I take a shower, I have a cigarette. So you'll start associating that with everything that you do and the, and the emotional state of your mind. At the time, it's a reward. And then if it's too rewarding, you want to go to sleep, you got to, oh man, I need to, oh, I need to relax. See, just smoke a cigarette before you go to bed. Why? Because you're relaxing yourself now with the nicotine. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. Cause I, I don't want the yeah. addiction. So I'll be sitting there and I'll be wanting to smoke a fucking cigarette. Um, and yeah, I, I'm sitting here and then the more I do these podcasts and everything else, I'm sitting here, I'll go through a pack in, in, in a podcast, you know, doing that. Five that's why I had to give up Jacob. I doing the yeah. I went through two packs I don't drink or smoke while I'm on air because you're there and you're just do, 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 or you smoke, 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 smoke. You don't right? even notice. It's just, <laughs> it's just happening. Yeah. You know, I'll go through a case of beer without even noticing it. It's like, right. Oh, shit, That's why I don't think when I'm on air, I did that one night when I came on to play with, with Jake. I think you were on that. Night. I don't remember. I know Jake was on. No, it was somebody else, but no, I was, was doing me. that. I was you drinking. Came on to I was that high. One and, or we came on to yours and we made you do a five hour one. You actually reached your limit on that one. Yeah, that was pretty. That was, yeah. I'm right now going down three hours right now. Three hours. Four and we're about to hit three hours. So I'm going to have to get done here in a minute because uh, yeah, it's, it's your mom's bedtime and that sort of stuff. You well, no, right now it's dinner time and I heard her looking in the fridge. So I got to make her a plate right, of food. You, you got to take care of those you love. Yeah. That's the main focus. Yep. Um, that's I why I don't do anything until after I put mom to bed, 10 o'clock at night. And then that's when I put my feet up, smoke a bowl, start drinking. And I have to catch up to you guys who have already started at like nine or eight. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a 10 in the morning. Or 10 um, in the morning. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't do that. I've always regimented and myself, uh, you know, even though I am an alcoholic, people say, well, when do you start drinking? I said, sundown or 7 p.m. Depends on which hits first. But then now that I'm taking care of my mom, it's not until 10 o'clock. Once I put mom yeah, to bed, um, then I take care of that kind of stuff for myself. My, my thing was that I didn't like all the limits. And so I kind of uh, went off the rails a bit. And so now as I'm getting older and I'm realizing that I need to actually start putting those limits in, I never wanted them because I always think they're a pain in the ass and I've never wanted them. But yeah, they make sense and they make your life better, just less fun. But, you know, still, we want to live longer, right? Right. So, yeah, so Tony says, uh, so that's why so that's why rushing a cigarette break on a work break, right? Rushing a cigarette on a work break doesn't satisfy and, like, relax with the cigarette. So, yeah, so because you're in a hurry. Oh, I got five minutes. I got to get back in there. Well, right? I did that uh, between band and football. Right after band, right before I went to football, I'd uh, do I'd smoke a cigarette in 30 seconds in the bathroom. Smoke a cigarette in 30 seconds, right, to get that nicotine in you. So, yeah, if you wanted to, to – if you wanted Hot to box change, in that motherfucker. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hot box in that motherfucker. You know how many times I did that? And I'd, have, I'd sit there and I'd look at it and it'd be looking like this. The, the cherry like, was on, the size off. of the cigarette. I mean, it didn't ash. It was just, I smoked it. It was still burning red. It was when like I was a cigar. It was still going the whole way down and you're smoking it. Boop, boop. You know, they used to show that on cartoons. They don't show those cartoons anymore. But they used to show that on cartoons where the guy would literally light the cigarette. And before he let the kid the lighter go, he would suck the whole thing in and it would be and it would be hot boxed. And then all of a sudden he would stop and it would and it would slowly burn like this. And then it would go boom, fall off. And he smoked the whole cigarette. And he put it out. You don't get to see those commercials anymore. <laughs> um, no. And, and they even they had the uh, Tom and Jerry that was a cowboy Tom. 
And he was smoking. He did cigarette. it too, right? He edited the cigarette out of that video. I, I thought that was horrible. You can't be editing yeah. the past. He rolled that cigarette with his tongue. Remember, he was being cool, and he put the he put it all in his mouth, and it went whoop, and a cigarette popped out. <laughs> and, then he went, and then he put it in his mouth and lit it and smoked it. Yeah, they took that out of that cartoon completely, edited it out. Um, and yeah. then they want to change history. Well, you know, I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if you remember this, but when I was a kid, I remember watching a Winston cigarette commercial. And Fred Flintstone was walking into a, uh, an apothecary and buying a, a carton of Winston cigarettes. Seriously? I didn't yeah. remember that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. I saw I, that I when I was a kid. Of, it was, it was from the 60s. I was born in 67. It was from the early 60s, and they still had it on the air at that time. In fact, that was when, when NASCAR Cup Series was called the Winston Cup. I and remember it was, the, Winston, it was Cup, the yeah. Winston cigarettes that were sponsoring the NASCAR forever. Well, yeah, those, the those are some harsh ass cigarettes. I remember those. Yeah, the Winstons were tough. They needed, I they, they needed the advertisement because nobody was going to buy it on flavor. Yeah, my father used to say that was the shit that was left over on the tobacco floor after they made Lucky Strikes. That makes a lot of fucking sense. He says they just swept that shit up and made a Winston cigarette out of it. <laughs> It'd kill you. <laughs> um, That's funny, right? <laughs> but the things, oh yeah, but uh, nine out of ten doctors recommend right <laughs> you remember that one yeah you know, oh yeah like, they did nine out of ten doctors recommended that you smoke cigarettes that was a thing wasn't it yeah nine that? out of ten doctors recommend camels over marbles yeah, recommend camels yeah whatever. no joke um, i like so, camels yeah, i like uh, known that doctors i like turkish tobacco so i actually like the taste of camel because it was turkish tobacco it was a yeah. blend of, a, of an american barley it. and a turkish um, um and it's strong and it's strong it's my favorite yeah, mine too. I, I smoked the Camel 99s. I loved that. Uh, no, I didn't smoke the God. But see, you get those in the States. I don't get that down here. Uh, and so there's a different version of the Camel. I didn't get in. You couldn't find it as much. So I'm, I've been on Marlboro for 20 years. But uh, Camel's all, was always my favorite. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm marketing cigarettes now. No, Paul Ball Red. There's another one that my father said was the junk left on the floor from a, a lucky strike with Paul Mall. <laughs> it, it's it's uh it's cheap and it's good. You know. I, you know, I started smoking the American Spirit. Those were those are no they're expensive now, but originally when they first came out, they were like a buck twenty five a pack when cigarettes were like five dollars. Yeah. So I started. And they were really good. They were Native Americans grown on a, a res reservation out here in the United States. Uh, and so they were actually really, really good cigarettes, very all natural. They didn't have a bunch of shit in them. They're really good. But then I started rolling my own. I went to drum, which is a German cut of uh, barley. And, uh, and when you take when you draw the smoke and you exhale, like when you do a regular cigarette, it comes out almost a white smoke. This stuff came out blue. In the air. It was really good, rich tobacco. That's bizarre. And yeah, it came out like a gray blue, not blue, blue, but like a, a gray, almost like a, uh, like okay. a gunmetal blue, how it's like All that, right. that silver kind of mixed in with the blue. So you would come it. out of your mouth and, and it was really tasty and it didn't stink to other people. When I would smoke it, they wouldn't go, Oh geez, you just had a cigarette. They'd go, dude, you, you just had a cigarette. That doesn't smell bad. What is that? I'm like, it's drum. It's a German tobacco. And I rolled my own cigarettes with it, and it was actually really good. All right, I'm gonna have to get off here because my mom right. eventually is gonna start rooting through everything. Uh, thank you very stuff. much, Leo. We're gonna no, make but, this Wednesday. Uh, thing. But we will this. So you guys know out there in the world that this time slot, 
is we just talked about that with Aaron. We're going to have Aaron, Miguel, and myself, and we're going to be we're putting something together, and we're going to have more talks like this. But we're going to talk about everything. We're going to cut up on stuff. We're going to joke, laugh, and, and have fun, and then piss people off at the same time. Like Aaron said, we might trigger people, anyways. Um, but we instead of doing just spirituality or just politics, we've we've gotten the idea that there's other there's other areas where we it's, think it's we can self-help. really. It's, it's how you know, people can focus yeah. on making their life better. Yep. So always- I'm still going to do the same stuff I do. Miguel's still going to do the same stuff. So we're all going to be still talking about spirituality and the world and the matrix and all that anyways. And we'll Perfect. probably do that, a lot of that on that show as well. So we'll be putting most- that together and you guys will hear about it. Right. Definitely. So so stay tuned for that in the next few, probably three to four weeks. You'll be hearing us talk more and more all about right. it. Okay. Uh, but Miguel, you and I will be talking Wednesdays. more and more I'm about it in the idea. next couple of days. <laughs> Hit me up on Wednesdays. I'm liking this idea. Yeah, I, that's why when I said to, to to Aaron live, I said, would Wednesday be good? He says, I like this time slot. So you right. like it. You, we already knew that because you and I already talked about using this time slot. So we had yep. Aaron, right? Aaron, want, had he said to me, I think we need to do something. And I said, you need to we meet Miguel because I think that. And so I was glad that he came on and you came on so you guys could see one another. You see each other in the chat all the time. I just need to learn to not talk over people. Um, I need to listen uh, me too. to uh, that. Me too. We'll get there. It's, I think it's a good idea to have all three of us loud mouths on because it'll teach us all to shut up for the other guy to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, and ending on a laugh would be absolutely fantastic. Namaste. Right? Leo. Thank you very much. Okay, everybody, uh, share this out, share this out, share this out. Those of you who got in late, go back and rewind because you missed a lot of good stuff. You'll right? enjoy it. It was a good show. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. I'll see you guys on Friday. Um, uh, Miguel will probably be back tomorrow. Don't you do the opinion perspective on Thursday still? Um, that's, uh, on, on Jacob's channel. There's a pause on that for a little while. There's well, for now, well tomorrow's Thanksgiving on. here in America. So he, um, Jake, won't, I'm sure won't be on yeah, the air. Um, but I'm also, I've got a Tuesday show that I'm working on, uh, Q drops and evolution, that sort of thing. Um, it's more of the, the real thing that's happening in the U S and globally right now, the world war three, uh, scenario type thing. That's what my Tuesdays are on. And, and so I'm trying to develop a, a little, um, schedule for the week for this, um, because my objective is getting this information out to as many people as possible and changing people's lives. That's waking up everyone one mind at a time. That's what it's about. All right, guys, have a great night. Peace.